What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to Wednesday's Facts Over Feelings live stream, where we kick the facts. We don't give a fox about your feelings. You in here with the Bruce Wayne of this ish, the king of kings, the king of content. And the speaker of truth, yours truly, the notorious one, a.k.a. New, 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 new world order. Mr. Coachellini, better known as the prognosticator, Coach Adamus, and you are in the Desert Storm bunker with the CEO of Fixes Binds, LLC, the Unbinder, the whole effing show, Mr. EWF, Every Woman's Fantasies, the Morpheus of the Mating Matrix, Chocolatey Confucius, Gregorio Greybeard, Mr. Third Leg Greg is back. The man with more nicknames than anyone in the game. The yours truly, the CGAC God Allah. And the 10-time demonetized champion of YouTube. We on Facts Over Feelings live stream. And I thought, let's do a special live stream. And we're going to look at the wild world of groupies. Look at all these groupies riding me every day. Hey, hey. All right, do YouTubers have groupies? Oh, man, man. That might be something that I need to talk to about at some particular point. You know what I mean? Because women be watching me like, damn, that man handsome. And I want to see his third leg, you know. Eventually, they'll have YouTube groupie stories. Ladies, if you want to sign up, we don't call you groupies, though. <laughs> we don't call you groupies. We do what? We do what? All right. Um. Anyway. All right. We do what? We, we, we call you 50. We, tell you, we call you 10 toes up gang members in the building. All right, shout out to the Ten Toes Up. Trying. Ten Toes Up gang in the building. There's ladies that try me, you know what I mean? But, you know, Ten Toes Up gang in the building, you know you're going to get those lungs crushed in here. All right. But we're going to talk about sports groupies and some interesting stories. We'll chill and play. Chill, chill, we'll chill and make it happen. Chill, chill, All right, chill, shout out to them. And the 52-point uh, inspection program, ladies, I'm still running that. Indeed. All right. Uh, anyway, we'll talk about that. We got a straggle and sniggle theater. We got Nia Long at age 52 admitting something that we probably already should have known in her interview with Jeezy. Nia Long done came out the closet. Well, not that way. But Nia Long said something that I want you ninjas to understand that almost all women do. All right. What is that, ladies? You'll find out later on in the show. All right. But do me a favor. Hit the like button. Hit the like button for the best entertainment here on YouTube. Yes, indeed. And yeah, the ladies late off as always. They getting home from work. They peacefully been boiling all day. Just they got to go white. They got to go. You know what I mean? They got to go powder their nose and get ready for today's show. I touch myself. All right, um, and uh, what else we got going on? Oh, to contribute to today's show, dollar sign, the Notorious CGA on the Cash App, Venmo, Coach Greg Adams TV, PayPal, paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams, and that be pinned to the top of the live chat on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel, and you can super chat on the Notorious CGA channel. I want to acknowledge the Venmo because them brothers got, you know, Venmo will start bugging in the middle of the stream, and I couldn't sign in. So I'm going to tell you right here, Okay. I'm going to tell you who I need to acknowledge. Dior taught me, says coach has been absolutely preaching. 
this week, man, this last week, I appreciate you, man. I've been trying to. I've been trying to. And you're not going to get much realer than this on this show right here. Thank you, brother Dior. Yeah. Shout out to No Government Name. BH says, Bell Biv DeVoe song, I Thought It Was Me, describes the woman you're talking about. The chorus goes, I thought it was me that made that girl so wild till I found out she's like that with all the guys. She's like that with all the guys. All right. So we're talking about earlier today, the hopeless romantic. You know, you thought you thought you drove her wild. She's just a passionate person. She's a passionate person. And we appreciate the passionate women of today's society for sure. I thought it was me. No, it ain't really you, man. It ain't really you. And uh, this actually, you know, ninjas be ninjas be like, but coach, it was me. Oh, not really. All right. But uh, it's no problem, man. Hey, man, we can. <laughs> you can still have fun out here. Ninjas be like, yo. Ninjas be like, man, but but what about my feelings? I'm like, man, don't worry about all that. It's crazy. Shout out to Moose Hefner. He says, coach, I've seen countless women on fake book introduce a new ninja every month or so and each time they would say this is the best man i've ever met he treats me better than any man and they would say that about every ninja i could actually predict how long the relationship would last if vegas took bets i would be rich isn't it crazy when you see that like you see them they put they post a new ninja oh my god never in my life have i met a man like this and you're like, this is about to go up in flames. In fact, for you young brothers that watch me, the young brothers I be trying to out here, y'all be like, you're crushing my dream, coach. You're crushing my dream. Well, I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something for you young fellas. This is going to be some real, real spit, as they say. This is going to be some real rap, as they used to say in the back in the, in, the, in the good old days. All right, because a lot of guys, you know, you really just, you really just don't know what's going on. But listen. I'm going to save that for a little bit later. I'm going to save that a little, a little bit later because ninjas be like, you're crushing my hopes and dreams. All right, but uh, I was going to give y'all some real spit. But look, I still got a super chat. <laughs> the young brothers is like listening. And yeah, you short attention span ninjas. ninjas. <laughs> All right, King of Country says, thanks for your wise information. Blessings. All right, shout out to you, man. Thank you, King of Country. All right. JC says, I missed the earlier show. Just wanted to add. Oh, you missed it? All right. He says, I missed the earlier show. Just wanted to add. I've always been on top of my fitness. And while I experienced some anxiety being competitive, being competitive, the other form and only form of depression I've ever felt was associated to a woman. There you go right there. And uh, that might be it. That might be it. A lot of guys either have a lack of a woman they have a crush on a woman. They have a, a woman that uh, maybe broke their heart and moved on and got her cheeks clapped. And uh, you was in a drought. Yeah, these all things happen. I think our depression is the disappointment. All right, the disappointment we've experienced around women. You know, I mean, it's a real thing. I don't want to underestimate it. A lot of people will say you're just bitter and hurt. Yeah, man, you know, ninjas got feelings too. All right, you got feelings too. And much of our depression centers around either lack of punani and lack of money. All right, that might solve your problem. You know what I mean? If you had a couple of pieces of pe And let me just tell you, 
real rap, you younger bucks. Um, if you get your mind right now, there you're gonna have too much punani out here. I don't want to sound like <laughs> there's just too much. I mean, there's too much that's it's more than you can handle. It's more than you can handle at a certain point in your life. Now, some of y'all ninjas be looking like serial killers out here. Some of y'all ninjas ain't never seen a tailor yet. Some of y'all ninjas be still wearing pleated pants, pleated baggy pants and shit. You know, you ain't even transferred into the current generation and iteration of style. You don't have to be that stylish, but ninja, you still dress like it's 2004. I'm like, sheesh. And that's not in a good way. When you put your work clothes on, Ninja, you be looking goofy as hell. I'm like, brothers, but out here, Ninja, it won't take much. There's too much. And, it, and we always encourage monk mode for guys. I always want to say that before I say this. But after a while, it's out of control, Ninja. Just <laughs> And the cruel, cruel, you know, I, let me say this. The show's already off the rails. The Lord sometimes plays cruel games on us i think the lord is a comedian if there is a lord the lord is not a lot of uh, hellfire and brimstone lord all the time i believe that the lord's up there sniggling at us laughing at us and sniggling the lord just watching y'all like <laughs> all day the omnip- the omnipotent presence of the lord <laughs> be watching our struggles through decades, like <laughs> sniggling. The Lord's like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to give these young guys testosterone and absolutely nothing to work with. You guys look like wet dogs, smell like wet chickens, got nothing. It's going to take you 20 years to build, but I'm going to make you horny as a goat. <laughs> but it's going to be hard as hell to get some pussy. All right, I think the Lord be up there like (laughs) just watching y'all go crazy. And at the same time, what does he do with the women your age? Them women be rejecting ninjas all day. They don't even want to touch themselves. I don't never touch myself before. All right. (laughs) They only give it to the ninjas that won the genetic lottery and shit. They give it, sell it to old men. They be like, "Ah, I'm not interested. I'm not in my sexual prime. They leveraging it. Sky Daddy B. <laughs> now, the second part of it, Lord, is then what he does is he he lets your testosterone drop naturally and be like, all right, chill. He decreases your refractory period, refractory period, and he makes it hard for you to recover sexually. But then he says, yes, you've built yourself. You become the man you've wanted to become. He got you money coming in your door. He got you houses and cars. He got everything going for you. And you be like, and women be like, hey, how's it going, daddy? Wait, yeah, that's what I be saying. No, no. Yeah. You look like a freshman. You be like, (laughs) all right. And then all of a sudden women are like, I think you'll do. And then you'll walk outside. Okay, I got me a girl. I got a girl who's mine, all mine. I got a girl in my life. And then another girl be like, hi, daddy. Okay, daddy. You'll be like, oh, you too? Oh, okay. You interested now too? Okay. All right. Thank you. You can come in too. And another girl be like, get him, daddy. Oh, okay. Uh, You too. All right. 
Another girl be like, oh, how much you need you in a bind? Oh, okay, I can fix this that bind. And now, Ninja, you can't even, you don't have the time work-wise to mess around. You don't have the energy or the recovery. Women be like, can I come over today? Oh, shit, not today. Uh, What about tomorrow or uh, next week? <laughs> You'd be like, Damn, Ninja, they lining up outside the door. Damn, Daddy. These bitches, what the hell? They lining up. <laughs> girls trying to sell it to you. Girls trying to give it to you. Girls trying to move in. Young girls trying to show up. You like, bruh, and the Lord be up there. <laughs> All right. You be sitting up there like, yeah. you like, um, all right, you Monday. You Tuesday. And then by Wednesday, you be like, Shh. Thursday girl call. Can I come over tonight? We still on? You like, oh, shit. Can you move to Saturday? Can you move to Saturday? You trying to move broads around? Hey, when I was 20, <laughs> when I was 20, I had all that time. The Lord didn't give me nary one broad running up, lining up like that. I didn't have no line. All of a sudden, they be out here. Lord, just <laughs> look at this ninja. <laughs> Man, the Lord be playing cruel jokes. Same as women. Women get a cruel joke played on them by the Lord, too. They give them all that beauty and you titties be perky. All right, sitting up, no bra needed. All right, titties be sitting up there. The areola and the nipple be pointing right at you, looking at you like two sets of eyes, like, hello. Get him, daddy. All right. Then all of a sudden, the looks go away. Shit start to fade away. Women be like, what's happening here? They don't know what's happening. Titties looking at you like... <laughs> Titty's looking at you all cockeyed now. The titty all deflated like. <laughs> she got to pull them up like this. You see these? The titty like not today. <laughs> just. All right. And then dudes will be like, well, I'll just fornicate with you. That's that's it. No relationship worthy. All right. Anyway, Lord up there. <laughs> just sniggling. All right. Cold as man is cold as hell. It's a cold world, man. <laughs> it's a cold world. What do we do here? Oh, dude. I got to catch up on these super chats. Shout out to Deshaun Rose says, good evening, coach. Great show this morning. We in here. Thank you, brother, for being here again. Leroy, brother Leroy says, appreciate your take on depression earlier. Too many are comfortable feeling sorry for themselves and use that as an excuse Shout out to you. You doing the Lord's work for humanity out here. Free agent lifestyle for life. Shout out to you, man. Yeah, somebody needs to say it. Deshaun says, speaking of depression, saying it's not real. I disagree, but I, because I got plenty of depressed when there's no doom and gloom this morning. Uh-oh, yeah, man. There was no doom and gloom. Yes, he got depressed on that. But yeah. Somebody needs to say it because I'm tired of these people out here trying to make their problems my problems. All right. And I can only imagine how 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 I can only imagine how you make women feel 
You know what I mean? We need to do a show where women call in and be like, yeah, Ninja. Because, you know, I see it. Like, how could you be a depressed man and still want to have a girlfriend? Like, did you want some pussy? Like, what? Did you think you was going backdoor into some pussy trying to be depressed or what? It's, and the women depressed. <laughs> the women depressed. All right, man. Yeah, man. Shout out to Jose. Jorge Cruz is in the building, coach. It said, uh, very beautiful women died twice. Wow. Very beautiful. That is facts. We're going to talk about the miracles of modern science, but that's true. Very beautiful women died twice. I love that. It said that very beautiful women died twice. They do. All right. Uh, they still can get used out here, but that's true. All right, let's get in the straggle and sniggle theater. Let's go. Hey, ride with me if you ride with me. You can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the five sticky. Come get high with me. That's a deal, right? Straggle and sniggle theater is back. All right, let me get my banner up so I can get my editor game going here. Straggle and sniggle theater. I had to turn my fan on too. Uh, let's take you to the scene here. I don't know where this is, but it looks like somewhere I don't want to live. But we'll take you to the scene of the crime. Here we go. Oh, no. Boy, I tell you. Oh, this is not looking good. Oh, I get the chills. Oh, no. Oh, good Lord, have mercy. I'm strong and independent. I don't need no man. I can handle, boy, I tell you, survival skills. Yes, this is wild. Great survival instincts, man. Ladies are just something. Aren't you something? Ladies are special, aren't they? Yeah, she looks like a Svetlana. She does look like Svetlana. This does look like Russia. She looks like a Russian woman, right? <laughs> I don't know. I can't tell by the license plate. But, yeah, this ain't going to cut it. First of all, why you park right there? That's the first question. You see you parked between the gate. Why did you get out right there? I'm just wondering, like, what was you thinking? And why does your gate don't have an automatic rebound over there? I guess in Russia, they don't have it. And then you playing with the dog. And then you thought you was going to stop the gate. You could have actually done better than just to get in your car to drive up, pull up, and not hit your dog. But Svetlana, <laughs> right, Natasha, what the hell you doing here, man? What is this right here? Svetlana with the long legs over here. She look, uh-oh, she about to get over there. She like, wait a minute. Uh, your first instinct was to be move the vehicle. You, Yeah, but no, stop the gate. Maybe if, oh, man, this is terrible. I would probably assume that if it hit the car, it probably wouldn't crush it. But Svetlana going to step in. Oh, my goodness. This is a, this is an absolute disaster. Sometimes, oh, humanity. sometimes you need a man. <laughs> sometimes ladies just sometimes you need a man around you you need to almost be escorted around by a ninja almost 24 7 all right this is crazy i mean how did it end this way <laughs> i just don't know and your dog can't help in either oh man she got that punani split in half that whole thing got split we got a russian natasha punani split <laughs> just you gotta love them man you gotta love them I, I i love women man because you know i like when you're you're like i love lucy for us you're kind of like 
cheap, you guys are expensive comedy for us. The Lord sniggles at us. And the devil laughs at us after every orgasm. Shout out to the guy who said that. I can't remember who said that. After every orgasm, you can hear the devil's laughter. Yeah, you're right. It's right, man. I mean, the Lord's laughing at us. The devil's laughing at us. I cannot understand. Straggle and Sniggle Theater here. Apparently, we have a weak-minded swiper um, who has cheated on his girlfriend. We don't acknowledge cheaters on this show. As some men would say, black men don't cheat, <laughs> right? All right, um, black men don't cheat, but of course you will find uh, a cheating ass uh, pookie every now and then. And here we go right here. Apparently, this is how my fiance acted after admitting to me he got someone pregnant. This man is such a clown. Okay, let's go ahead and play the video. Oh, no. What are you? What is this? Is he sitting? This got to be a skit. Oh, he's disappointed in himself. I mean, listen. <laughs> he need to cool off. This can't be real. Oh, Ninja, please. You in the bathtub. You just, uh, yeah, you, uh, yeah. I would be mad if I got somebody pregnant too, especially another woman in my life. But yeah, man, if I have a girlfriend already, look at this fat Ninja knees open over right here. This Ninja right here. This is an absolute clown. Don't believe me, bro. Oh, bro. man. <laughs> he did probably got a fat girl pregnant. <laughs> Oh, he gonna drown himself. Oh. Oh, no. Unreal. Unreal. What's wrong this with this? This can't be real. It can't this be. can't be my life. This is your life. This absolutely cannot be my life right now. Yeah, I think it might be not because he cheated, but he got the other woman pregnant. He. Yeah, 18 years of slave. It may not be because he cheated. It's just because he got another woman pregnant. His life is a wrap. 18 years of slave. <laughs> that child support going to hit. Please. No. Oh, he got snot coming from his nose. I need you to. This is Please. Oh. Stop making your arrangement. I'm about to have asthma attack. Asthma. Where's Start my making arrangements. Start making. Ah! Oh, oh man, this is terrible. Oh, the humanity. No. <laughs> yeah. Don't get no spit on my carpet. Snot and <laughs> snot and spit. Oh, this is a disgrace. Nothing. I didn't do nothing. Oh, look at the guy here. Oh, the humanity. Oh. Oh, he got protein Don't shake touch now. My items. Oh. Don't touch my stuff. Yeah. I can almost assume that he probably lives with her. I think he moved in with her. <laughs> That's depression. <laughs> That's depression. Depression kicks in. I, that would be depression. That's an That's a depression I can understand for sure. Um I can guarantee you one thing. The other chick is fat and ugly. All right. Let me see here. Let me see if I can pull up a picture. Let me see if I can pull up a picture. Looks at. Let me see for a second. If I can pull up a meme. There's a meme that can kind of probably describe this real quick. Let me see if I can pull it up. Oh, yeah. This is it right here. I guarantee you this is his baby mama right there. 
how dude's baby mama walk in the courtroom ready to ask for more child support. I can almost guarantee right there. Now, more than likely, the picture on your right is the baby mama. That's probably who he knocked up. So she going to be in child support looking at you. Because <laughs> look at the guy. There ain't no damn way in hell. I tell you these. I tell you these bitches, man, they be getting fornicated with too. Ninjas be piping the shit down onto these women right here, man. And she looking just like that. That's what he thinking about. That's why he crying. <laughs> because that woman is about to hatch his baby. Oh. oh, my Lord. And not only that, he probably moved in. You know, he doesn't have his own credit. He moved in and he probably was like, my girls pay for me, coach. You don't know, man. My girl pays for me. I live off my girl, this type of ninja. So he double. He about to get kicked out, and he about to get taken to child support court by this woman right here. Oh, this is crazy right here. Man, he said, I, <laughs> he says, looks like, he says, I got to quit drinking. Hey, man, I've been telling you, man, these girls be getting smashed out here. Look at that hump on the back of her neck. That's a disgrace. Yeah, he definitely, he moved in with her, so he's he's got... He's about to be homeless. He's about to be on child support. He got an ugly bitch pregnant, and he got to he know he got to see her the rest of his living days. He's got to see this in his dream the rest of his living days, and he's now got no place to stay. Yeah. I'd be sitting in the shower, too, crying like that if I was him. I'd be looking at these pathetic men out here, and this is what I talk about with these ninjas to be like, I get it for free. All right, at, at some particular point, it ain't free. And, of course, this could be a skit, but we don't care. There's a story on this one. I get it for free. It only takes one broad to make you pay for all that free punani, ninja. Mm. <laughs> oh, man. Straggle with Snickle Theater. What did I tell you about, about uh, um, these Indian men out here? You know, the East Indian men, the men from India. What did I tell you about them? They perhaps might be some of the biggest simps out here. All right, most of them don't got no backbone, no spine. They can't keep nobody in check. They can barely keep themselves in check. Very nice gentlemen. Shout out to my brothers in India. And I just pissed off one billion people. But that's neither here nor there. There's very few places on this planet that I can go and say, y'all got my back. But yeah, man, there are a lot of these Indian men, you know what I mean? Uh, just pre, all right? Uh, Dupreet, <laughs> all these brothers here, they spineless. You know what I mean? They ain't got no masculine frame. They ain't got no masculine frame, no triceps, no biceps, no chest muscles, nothing. They just walk out with their stomach. Very nice guys. I like my women. Coach, I'm, my name is Dupreet. <laughs> all right. Dupreet, coach, my name is Dupreet. I'm from India. How do I get my girl to cooperate with me down there in the Dupreet? All right. Uh, shout out to Just Preet and Dupreet and all of them. There's another name, Sandeep. Yes, my name Sandeep from India, coach. Hello. Just wanted to tell you that I appreciate all that you do. I'm a civil engineer. 
And I just want to tell you how I love your message. I tried to hold masculine frame down here. And the ladies. <laughs> All right, let me see here. So Sandeep, I got you right here, Sandeep. Oh, he got him a ling-ling. Sandeep got him a ling-ling right here. Just pray. Let's go, man. I'm going to hit y'all up, uh, but take a look at this right here. <laughs> All right. Uh, he got him a nice little. This girl looks Korean, I believe. Uh, this is this a Korean girl. Yeah. All right. He got him a bunch of Japanese. All right. Here we go right here. All right. Let me see what we got here. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's play the video here before we get banned in India. Who wears the pants in the relationship? Oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> One stare and that wow. shoe just changed. Samir's not even holding a shoe anymore. Samir. Samir. Samir, man. We got to teach you, man. You going out bad, man. Look at this little girl, man. She about five foot two, 110 pounds soaking wet, but I bet you she fold up real nice. I bet I bet I like me some linglings like that. I fold these up real nice and tight. All right, like a love letter from the second grade. But Samir Ninja, <laughs> these young brothers, these Samirs, and then he's like, and then her laugh. You know the oh man, and this woman probably went to the University of California at Berserkly. You know she went to UC Berserkly. All right, with this laugh, look at the demonic evil laugh. I wear the pants in this family. Look at that. And you know she thinks she's smarter than a whip. This girl cries when she gets an A minus. All right, man, she gets an A minus. <laughs> and she thinks she's super smart and intelligent. Hey, smart and intelligence is two different things. All right, and then look at the laugh. Look at the laugh. Look at her. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, no. This is bad, Sam Preet. Oh, the humanity. Sandeep, you in trouble. Look at this look. Brothers, the question was, who wears the pants in the family? And this goofy ninja gave up the ghost. And look at this face. Oh, ninja, this is, this is despicable. Ninjas ain't got no balls out here, <laughs> right? <laughs> they got no balls. Yep, traditional feminist. That's what you got right there. I wear the pants in the family. Ay, ay, ay. All right, let's play the clip again just so you can get the context. This is going to be bad, just pre. Sandeep. Who wears the pants in the relationship? Oh. All right, and so he put up his, his goofy-ass shoe, and look at him. I wear the pants. I'm the man here. And then she whips around. Like a traditional feminist, she turns her head like the exorcist right on the shoulder. <laughs> she performs an exorcism on this ninja. All right. And like, she's like, I'm sorry, what? I wear them pants. And look how fast he tucks tail. <laughs> That's 100% Jolie. <laughs> wow. <laughs> One stare and that shoe just changed. Samir's not even holding a shoe anymore. Oh, Who wears just a disgrace. Men, you're a disgrace out here. I'm going to tell you this right now, man. We're losing these men. <laughs> We're losing these men. He didn't turn around either. He went, oh, I didn't do it right. Okay, honey. All right, my love. Man, I would get that neck, though. 
I would fold her up like crazy too. All right, but she would be too busy just talking about how smart she is. But she ain't running ish around here. Oh my goodness. He got deboed by this chick. Man, we out here bad. How you get deboed by her? <laughs> this is all bad, man. All for a piece of punani. That's it. That's why you doing it. Oh, I'm going to have a legacy. Goodness. All right. Deepak is done. All right. Here we go right here. We got another straggle. And uh, this is a wrinkle forehead straggle. All right. She definitely looks distressed. She definitely looks like a Kaylee here. Hi, my name is Kaylee. I'm a blonde. I have no tips. I make boys fall in love with me. They always throw in fits. I like being single. No, I've never been cussed. These boys want a relationship, but I'm just trying to fuck. Yeah, boy, they wild out here. She looks like a Kaylee here. It says, Crazy X begs for boyfriend back. Okay. Crazy X begs for boyfriend back. Let's go ahead and take a look at this. Certainly mental head case and Xanax pill popper. Here we go. And former Coca line sniffer. Let's continue. You can get away from my car. I can't hear you. Oh. oh this is the moment this man's ex-girlfriend acts crazy. Begging him to come back to her at a gas station parking lot. You can get away from my car. I can't hear you. Thank you. I can't hear you. What did I do to you? No, I opened the door. She can hear me perfectly fine. She can hear me perfectly fine. Uh oh. Please, can you come back? She said, Come back. Come back to me. I don't know why you left me. Can oh, you, you don't know why? Oh, this could be interesting. You don't know why you left me? Here we go. Can you please come back? I don't know why you left me. Uh, possibly. I think we have our answer. <laughs> I don't know why you left me. Uh, if I take a picture of you and show you what you look like right now, I leaving you was probably a good decision. <laughs> All right. Just, I don't know why you left me. Oh, man. Bam. Get away. <laughs> yeah. Get away from my car. <laughs> I don't know why you left me. This is your ex, by the way, who want you know, she tried to get her hands. Here we go. Can you please come back? Uh, yeah, use it. Y'all see, y'all see why. Wait a minute. Wait because a minute. Me. You're making me go crazy. Oh man, look at this look, man. Boy, when that chin, her chin is all wrinkled up too. This sound like a ninja. This sound like a ninja, don't it? Now I know what happened. He went bot. He hit that bottom. He hit that bottom. He was the first guy to hit that bottom. Yep. That's what happened. And she lost it. She looked like a young woman, although she's aging pretty badly here. She looks like a young Kaylee. And um, a ninja hit that bottom. It's a ninja. Niggas always gotta show they teeth. I, I heard it. I heard it. When she said, bro, I, I thought I was like, bro. And then I can hear his voice. He sounds like, it sounds like a ninja. All right, so now we know what happened. He hit that bottom. All right, uh, let's continue here. Oh, she's going to call the police. Clearly from the woman's actions, the man refuses to leave the safety of his car. Bro, what's wrong with you, bro? Oh, oh yeah, this is a mud shark right here. Yeah, this is a mud shark. Oh, look at this picture, man. Uh, what's wrong with, hey, what's wrong with you? Oh, this is a disgrace. She lost her frame. What's wrong with you, bro? Oh. What's wrong with you, bro? Oh. 
Oh yeah. A ninja did it. Hello! <laughs> He's calling the police. Oh my god. Bro, what did I do? Look at this. <laughs> oh man, this is dumb, man. Jin zooted. Jin zooted. He hit he hit that bottom. And he ain't never gonna get rid of this broad. This broad's gonna be for the rest of her life stalking this ninja. All right, so he in trouble. Look at this. You know, white women turn into this. They do. Single white female here in the building. All right, what we got here? What the fuck did I do to you? Uh-oh. Unfortunately, as time continues, the woman's actions become more crazed. Oh, she's snapping too. Oh no. You trip. Man, why oh my lord. This is just Oh the humanity. Hey, this is you this is what hey ninjas, if you want to deal with white women, I'm talking about real white women, you know, long stringy hair, skinny white women, not them fat mud sharks. All right, if you want to deal with them, this is what you have to deal with. They crazy kinda. You know what I mean? They be losing their marbles. <laughs> they be doing this stalker-ish. And all it's going to do is she going to get some, draw some blood. She going to be in court. Yep. She snapped. She snapped. All right. Look at this. <laughs> she got that vape pen clutch. Yep. She got that vape pen tightly packed into her corner of her thumb. Ay, ay, ay. He hit that bottom. Oh, no. Not oh man! You tripping, bro? Hello? You tripping, bro? Answer me! No. You tweaking, bro? Answer me! You gonna get the police called? Do anything to you. You gonna get the police called? I can't hear you. Help me! Oh hep! Oh man! <laughs> oh no! You tripping, bro? I'm finna do. I'm finna Police dip. finna come. Finna! Oh, it's a pookie. Pookie that met his match. Hey, by the way, um, I thought Pookie was getting it for free. I get it for free. <laughs> hey, this is your free pussy right here, guys. How free is it now? Ninja, you about to lose your freedom messing with this free piece of peace leave. Somebody said it's a white dude. Oh, man. All right. Hey, man, Punani ain't free, fam. <laughs> look at this right here. Oh, man, she almost look. She definitely from the South. She definitely from Florida. They always had that look like they ain't got no teeth. She definitely from Florida. Yeah. You tripping, bro? I'm finna do because the police finna come. I can't hear you. I didn't do anything to you. Help me. Help me. My baby. Oh, hello, he. Hello, hello. I'm not waiting. Nah, this ain't no white dude, bro. Yeah, he definitely brought, he black. Talking about bro. Uh-oh. Oh. Stop that. What's it's uncertain you, what's the outcome of this incident, but you hopefully tripping, bro. the woman gets the help she needs and the man you, won't no, have I'm to deal with her I'm not doing nothing, anymore. bro. I just left so you didn't call the police on me again. Yeah, police. Hey, man. Hey, I know my ninjas. I know my ninjas. If you say police... You black. It's like McDonald's. 
That's a black man. <laughs> right? Police. Ninja. Finna. Ninja. Police. Finna. Definitely a ninja. Definitely ninja. <laughs> Somebody said it's a white dude. Okay, they must be in Kentucky. They must be in Kentucky. Where, where, ninjas keep saying it's a white dude. Where, where, where's your proof? All right, anyway. <laughs> All right, here we go right here. Uh, let's go to the next story right here. Straggle said, watch out for these crystal maps, ninja. Watch out for these crystal maps. All right, uh, here's another straggle right here. Uh, straggle and Sniggle Theater right here. Uh, Maryland middle school teacher arrested for having relations with a 14-year-old student. Interesting. Uh, this sounds like grape. Now, if this was a male teacher, they would say male teacher arrested for graping a 14-year-old student. But it's probably going to be a woman. So they said they had sex. All right. All right. Let's go down to the picture. Oh, man. Damn, ninja. Some of y'all ninjas can't get new, no punani. And this guy, 14-year-old, banging this girl. Some of y'all out here struggling. They struggling, man. <laughs> All right. They struggling out here. All right, this is a crazy thing, man. This is what the teacher's doing out here. All right, let's talk about it. Her name is Melissa Marie Curtis, age 31, is accused of engaging in activities, or you mean graping, graping a student while she was a teacher at Montgomery Village Middle School beginning in 19, oh, sorry, 2015 when she was 22 years old. 22 years old and the student was 14. Damn. Man, this is wild as hell, man. It's getting crazier and crazier. The bar is super low out here. It is. This is crazy. This would be a jump off to me. She ain't bad looking. The police opened investigation in October after an adult male came forward with allegations of abuse. The alleged abuse occurred within a school in Curtis Curtis's vehicle and at several residences in Montgomery County between January and May 2015, according to the police docs. Curtis of Upper Marlboro provided the teacher, or sorry, the teenager with alcohol and Mary Jane, police said. She had intercourse or graped him more than 20 times. Damn. Damn. Boy, this will come up, man. Boy, I tell you, man. This is crazy. So they said they had sexual intercourse. They had a relationship. Damn, he beat the brakes off of this 20 times? Y'all just can't get one piece of peace leave out here. <laughs> and gave him alcohol and weed. I guarantee you it was a ninja. All right, come on. <laughs> it was a big ninja. Wow. She see feet. Wow, this is crazy. This is crazy. It says right here, the former teacher has been teaching for approximately 20 years and had also taught at another middle school. Middle school out here. A warrant was issued for her arrest. She's charged with sexual abuse of a minor, multiple counts of third and fourth degree sexual offenses. Police suspect uh, that there are maybe additional victims. Wow. Man. It's a cold, cold, evil world out here. It's an evil world we live in. All right. I would have beat it up too. All right. This ninja was the king of flag, flag football. She's like, I got to have you. Wonder if he would have got her pregnant. That's crazy. Straggle and Sniggle Theater here. 
Airbnb guest who refused to leave finally evicted after squatting for 575 days. I think I covered this story, but a woman out here, she was definitely needing some rent. Your rent's due, A woman who managed to stay in a Los Angeles Airbnb for 575 days without paying any rent. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Was finally evicted after she was escorted off the property by the Los Angeles Police Department. Elizabeth Hirschhorn. Elizabeth Hirschhorn. I'm not going to say what race, what people. We know I can't say that. Was removed from the $3.5 million Brentwood home she had been staying at since September 2021 on Friday. She was originally booked a six-month stay in the property's luxury guest house, but squatted after the term ended, the outlet said. She apparently cited COVID-19 and an illegal, illegally built shower as her reasons for staying. Homeowner Sashka Jananovich, Javanovich. I'm not going to say what race, what people, we know I can't say that. Okay, age 61, had previously attempted to legally evict a woman who countersued and subsequently demanded $100,000 to leave to leave the property. <laughs> she said, she said, give me 100K and I'll leave. This is why you can't tell people your finances. The former tenant and three male friends were spotted carrying boxes out of the property into a white van after spotting the men at the property, Mr. Jovanovich, Jovanovich called the police who oversaw the woman's departure. She's very relieved and also a bit overwhelmed. It was a long time coming, but now she's finally out. Your rent's due, motherfucker. The weekend is going to be very positive out there. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, All right, nigga? shout out to them, man. They got that witch out. Ding dong, the witch is dead. That's crazy out there. Certainly Brentwood's finest. All right, we got a couple more straggle and sniggles here. We got two more. We have this straggle out here at Straggle Rock. Down at Straggle Rock. Take a look at this woman here. Oh, man. <laughs> Look at that square jaw. She looking like the American dad with that square. Okay, let me stop. I'm not ranking on these people. They don't deserve this. Let's see what she has to say. She definitely looks fed up. Man, these women fed up out here. (laughs) These women fed up. Boy, look at this mealy mouth muskrat. Look at that mealy mouth. What that mealy mouth do? All right, look at that mealy mouth. Look at that little tight little mouth. All right, what that mealy mouth do? All right, let me stop. All right, here we go. I don't think we've had enough conversations about how much hustle culture is like actually killing all of us. What? Because I'm burnt the fuck out. And I I don't know how much longer I can do this. And it's not funny. Like, I'm going to cry if I don't laugh right now. I have a whole full-time job. Like, I have two degrees. I have a full-time job. I'm a supervisor in a lab. And I have to pick up a second job to be able to pay for daycare so that my daughter can go to the first job so that I can afford food and rent and gas and and all this shit. All the while, I'm also a full-time student to get my third college degree because I don't like my full-time job anymore and I'm not fulfilled. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Guys, what do I tell you, man? What do I tell you out here? 
they don't, they're aimless out here. They got no direction as a whole pimp, a old pimp used to say. All right. I'm giving, I'm here to give you instruction. So you aren't headed for self-destruction. They don't see it. This woman's probably barely 30, mid thirties. I'm, I'm going to say late twenties, maybe early thirties. And she all messed up, tied in a knot, headed to self-destruction. This woman going nowhere fast. Life already imploded, all right? Imploded right now. This is insane. And now she's going to have a meltdown. Now, listen, she's got two jobs. She's going to school for a third degree. She got a lot of degrees. And graduated from college with my bachelor's at 20 with a degree in communication sciences with an emphasis in speech and language. And she's a single mother. I'm assuming she's a single mother, although uh, that's her right hand. And she seems to be a single mother. Man, washed. It's a wrap. You washed. I mean, there's nothing, there's no hope for you out here, right? There's no hope for you. And I'm sure you don't have time to date a man. I mean, that's where your only savior is here. Washed. And now she's wondering why she can't get life together, man. You already just skedaddling out of the blocks. Holy moly. The strong and independent. Here we go job to be able to pay for daycare so that my daughter can go to the first job so that I can afford food and rent and gas and and all this shit all the while I'm also a full-time student to get my third college degree because I don't like my full-time job anymore and I'm not fulfilled and like I live in this very weird world of like I deserve to have this life that I like and I should get to travel and get to take my daughter to do things and stuff and also like I'm literally breaking my body and my mind and my spirit by having to work all of this and do all this stuff. And for what? Yeah. See, now this is my question. Yeah. See, this is when people say, I'm going to keep reiterating this. This is the age. This is the lowest age woman that ninjas be like, you should date in your age. Like, and that's you. This two guys are like, this is half your age plus seven. And they be having more baggage than the goddamn Atlanta Hartsfield airport. <laughs> Right? No dad, no no father ain't around. The kid's father ain't around. Aimlessly tying yourself in a knot. Coach, uh, uh, yep. Uh Maury says traditionalism fixes this. Oh my God. Traditionalism fixes this. Cause you done. I mean, listen, it's a wrap for this one right here. She already mentally breaking down, so she's no good. She just like that Kaylee that we showed you uh earlier. Right. She just like the Kaylee. She's kind of just done. And this is what happens when they age and compound, compound, compound and just dig themselves a hole. They just dig in a hole, man. It's just not coming back. There's no coming back from this for the most part. And traditionalism fixes it. There's no man that can fix this. No man her age that can fix this. I try to literally just avoid all of this kind of headache. This is going nowhere. And nobody's going to tell her, is it? Are they going to tell her? Nope. Yeah, man, they should give her a livable wage. That's not going to fix it. Right now, I'm just in one of those times that I go through about once every three to six months where I'm just like, what's really going on here? We can never win against capitalism. Oh, I have to work geez. 60 hours a week and make $80,000 a year to make ends meet. That's insane. 
I just, I can't even begin to wrap my head around it. And then I start spiraling. For the- there, there you go. And of course, she's probably depressed and on antidepressants. All right. And yeah, step dummy ain't going to fix this, but that's, that's her only hope right here. Spiraling out of control. Absolutely. Those of you that are new here, hi, I'm Kat. I'm an addict. I've been in recovery for about seven years from IV meth and heroin. Oh, and- Jesus. <laughs> I should have. I should have known. I should have known. Did y'all hear that? We got zooted. What did I tell you about women, man? <laughs> he says. <laughs> what do I tell y'all? You will not underestimate the amount of women that are on illegal drugs. <laughs> For some reason, when they young and partying, they be, and then they wonder why they in the position they're in. She want to blame capitalism. Ma'am, you didn't shot yourself in both feet. You didn't shot yourself in both feet. Oh, man. What do I tell you about these dope fiends? (laughs) These dope. (laughs) And then they wondering, how come I'm not where I'm supposed to be in life? You was a dope fiend. You're going to have to start over like, Whenever you started being a dope fiend, like if you were a dope fiend for 10 years, like you literally got to go back. You know what I mean? You can't just start and say, okay, I'm not on dope no more. Let me continue on. I should be rich now. Where's my big job? (laughs) All right, man, let me go back. And she don't even look like a dope fiend. I'm telling you, watch out for dope fiends, man. This is crazy. We can never win against capitalism. I have to work 60 hours a week and make $80,000 a year to make ends meet. That's insane. I just, I can't even begin to wrap my head around it. And then I start spiraling. For those of you that are new here, hi, I'm Kat. I'm an addict. I've been in recovery for about seven years from IV meth and heroin. And she tried to speed through that, but I guess that's her intro myself out of all that and having a job and like doing the stuff that's supposed to help you and like a productive member of society is a lot of of how i'm proud of myself in recovery so when i get in these moods it's just like what the fuck is all of this for why did i go through hell to just go through hell again sober and i like being sober i like being clean this is not what this is about but it's it's the principle of like all of this shit is for what uh. Hey, I've been trying to warn you. Yeah, she gonna relapse. I was just thinking the same thing. She gonna relapse. She gonna relapse. She like, all right, I'm going back to the dope. Give me that hair, Ron. Blue magic it is. All right, I'm going back to the blue magic. She gonna be. She gonna get that vein jumping. It's jumping. She going back. Give me that hair, Ron. It was better when I was zooted. (laughs) She. She like sober ain't it? <laughs> she going back? Oh no! Oh man! Hey man, kids, this is why this is why I talk about dope fiends like this because I don't have no mercy on dope fiends. Everybody knew what it was. You literally were warned about having and smoking dope. You lit. Listen, I don't feel sorry for dope fiends either. Yes, I'm cold because. Because everybody knew shooting heroin was a bad deal. You knew it. When before you shot up 
before you grab that little thing, whatever that thing is, where you grab it and you you pull it back so that vein be out and you be like, clack. Everybody knew what dope fiend, what, 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 what it was. Everybody knew where it was going. You started off with marijuana. That's a gateway drug. No, it's not. Then coke, then meth, then heroin. Everybody knew. But your dumb ass went and did it. All right. And now everybody who stayed sober about their life, we got going. We, we worked. We got where we are. We tilled the soil. <laughs> and, and one thing you got to know about uh, heroin uh dope fiends they sell puss for dope when i start selling pussy i don't want to hear it there's not one female heron addict that has gotten sober that cannot tell me soberly that she ain't sold no puss for some dope they did everybody knew no it wasn't like you didn't know see the thing is if you didn't know and you were a kid and you were dumb like let me try heron okay but everybody knew Dope is whack. Coke, what is it? Crack is whack. <laughs> Crack is whack. <laughs> but nope, you had to be cool. And the, th the funny thing about it is, the funny thing about it is, they was thinking they was cool. The entire time, they was laughing, sniggling, party, fornicating. Obviously, she had a child, probably when she was not sober, when she was an addict. And then they want to come out here talking about, oh, you need to feel bad for us. Oh, hell no. Nah. Mm. Hell to the nah, nah, nah. Ninja, you chose to suck on that glass dick. Oh, hell no. Nah. Mm. Not me. <laughs> Kids, don't do drugs. Don't do drugs. Ninja, they already told you. Just say no. Ninja, the dare bear went at your school and you thought he was corny. You stupid. I know we got a lot of recovering addicts here. Shout out to you. We got a lot of recovering addicts here. But I'm telling you, you chose this. I'm always going to forever tell you. And so when you acting stupid, now she wants to act stupid. Now she wants to act stupid. I don't understand. And I don't. How long were you a dope fiend? Let's go back. You're going to have to pay it back double. You started being a dope fiend at 21. You're now 32. All right, you have screwed your life. You got 11 years of fiend. Now, go back. You got 22 years to recover and get back to normal. Mm. That's what you're going to do. <laughs> this is crazy. The dare bear came to school. Come on, man. Where the dare bear at? I'm going to show you the dare bear. Look, they gave you a little sticker and all that shit. You put on your trapper keeper and your peachy folder. What is it? Oh, peachy. You put it on your folder and shit, your trapper keeper. They told your monkey ass. Mm. They gave you stickers and pins and T-shirts and all that shit. Your monkey ass still went and shot up. I can't help you. It's crazy. Yeah, she going to relapse. All right, watch out for picking up these damn head cases out here. And you must do your due diligence. I'm telling you, when you meet a woman past the age of 22, you must find out if she's a dope fiend. Find out. Find out if she ever was a dope fiend because they be out here fiending. <laughs> they be out here fiending. <laughs> this, is, this is an automatic question, and especially if you're dealing with white women, right? White women be out here be having fun, 
All right, when they out here having fun, they be getting free coke, sniffing the lines and partying and, and, and wigging out. They be getting fornicated, trains ran on them. Trains. All right, when they on that dope, when they on them, when they fiending, they be letting them just use their body. If they, they know a dude that pits drugs, he got, he sell a whole bit fat sack of chronic. And she used to bend it over and grab ankles. And matter of fact, we're going to, we're going to prove this here that black women do it too. All women do this. Well, not all, all races of women are capable of doing this. And then, yep. And then they be on the Adderall. They be on the Xanax. These are dope fiends. All right, dope fiends. And they will blame everybody else for they addict. Yep, they've been popping Molly since young ages. So you guys got to really watch out for this. This is something that, that, that I warn you about all the time. We got one more straggle. And then we'll get to Nia Long here in a minute. Uh, here's another two straggles here. I can't wait to hear what these got to say here. Minimum wage should at least be like $30 an hour to like match inflation. Sorry, not that's, that's okay. <laughs> the fact that what the jobs hell? are paying a $10 bill and a $5 bill an hour. Jesus. So crazy. This talkery is spot that I like to go oh, to. I talked to the guy about like his hour, the hours that he works. I thought he owned the place, but he oh, doesn't. He works seven days a week. 10 a.m. to 12 a.m. On weekends, he's open from 10 a.m. to 2 a.m. Because people are, like, you know, out clubbing. And this guy, he has to be, like, in his, like, late 40s. It's crazy. And, like, that low-key, that is, like, what adulting is now. Working every day to survive and pay rent. I spent so much time, like, in my kid years and teenage years just wanting to be old enough. You get tricked. Okay, now that you're out of school, like, you don't get a summer break, you don't get a winter break. You're out in this world now. Minimum wage should at least be like $30 an hour to like match inflation. Sorry. That's okay. Oh. Oh, man. Oh. Oh. Oh, the humanity. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. All right. <laughs> Woo. Gen Z, y'all got it bad. Gen Z, y'all got it bad out here. What is going on out here in this? Is this an alien movie? I feel like I'm trapped in the men in black or something like this. (laughs) Man. Okay. Let's start with this. Let's just start with what they're talking about first. I just can't even get past. Wowzers. Boy, they definitely got a face for radio and a voice for print. Shout out to Joker and from the Better Bachelor. They definitely got a face face for radio and they don't need no podcast. All right, so let's start off here. Wage should at least be like $30. No, like $30. Mm. 
Minimum wage should be like 30. Okay, let's start there. Why not? The hell with it. <laughs> Minimum wage, 30 bucks. Why not? This is how socialism will be ushered in. Socialism is on its way. All right, Marxism is winning. It's winning because there's no way you're going to outvote this. It should be like $30. How about, how about a haircut? What does a haircut should be? All right, but let's not talk about that. Mom, her mama's still cutting her hair, fam. Let's continue here. All right. It's an hour to like match inflation. Sorry, not that's, that's okay. <laughs> the, the fact that jobs are paying a $10 bill and a $5 bill an hour. It's so crazy. This taqueria spot that I like to go to by our apartment. I talked to the guy about like his hour, the hours that he works. I thought he owned the place, but he doesn't. He works seven days a week, 10 a.m. to 12 a.m. On weekends, he's open from 10 a.m. to 2 a.m. because people are like, you know, out clubbing. And this guy, he has to be like in his like late 40s. It's crazy. And like that low key, that is like what adulting is now. Wow. Yeah. Wake up. Wake up, man. These people. This is what happens when you shelter your kids from reality. Gen Z parents, parents of Gen Z, stop sheltering your kids from reality. You got to tell them it's hard out here. Trying to protect them is only going to make them talk like this. A $5 bill and a $10 bill for hour, per hour. Bish, you got to work, bish. Oh, my Working every day to survive and pay rent. That's what. Working every day to survive and pay rent. Welcome to the real world. What was you thinking? Bitch, what did you think? <laughs> what would you think you were supposed to be doing? Partying? I spent so much time like in my kid years and teenage years just wanting to be old enough. Yeah. You get tricked. Okay, now that you're out of school, like you don't get a summer break, you don't get a winter break. You're out in the Oh, Jesus. I mean, listen, we all kind of went through that reality too. I started off working $5 an hour. Look at me now, Ninja. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Look at me now. Uh, it starts off slow. You got to pay your dues, Ninja. You got to pay the cost to be the boss. Yikes. That's Drago and Snickle Theater. Like, ride with me if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the five sticky, come get high with me, that's a deal, right? Ride. A $5 bill and a $10 bill per hour, why not? Let's get to these super chats and then we'll get back to the rest of the show. Nia Long coming up next. She's going to reveal something that we talk about that you all should be aware of. It's happening today. All right, shout out to Jorge Cruz. Shout out to Coochie Crook King Kong in the building. Bob says most men can deal with ugly, but that is too far. Which one? All right, which one? We had a lot of ugly out here. Oh, the child support lady, we had too much ugly on today's show. Deshaun Rose says dude crying in the shower. Lost his scat pack. Now, judge going to make him sell a scatty pack. He says she be calling the, she be calling the buying fixers LLC. Of course, CGA in need. And that's you. All right, Jungle Strut. They want equal outcomes, but don't take into consideration equal responsibility for their lives, Coach. This is a very positive message about count accountability. Salute. Yeah, that's how, you know, a lot of people can't handle that. I'm like, dude, you got to be accountable for your decisions. You're not going to be make perfect decisions, 
But when they make mistakes, they're just going to say, okay, I said I'm sorry. Let me go back to equal outcome. I deserve. Ma'am, you made mistakes. Sometimes you got to pay for your mistakes. Sometimes your mistakes bring karma. Sometimes, you know what I mean? Sometimes you get away with it. But, you know, you made these choices. People warned you about it. But then they just want to come. But, 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 I said I'm sorry. Okay, I quit. And they just don't want to, you know, it's sad. It's sad. And the reality is for a lot of people, all right, a lot of people um, that, um, that um, don't make that many mistakes, life is about mistakes and how you recover from them. But there are people who d- don't make mistakes. They're lame. Um, you know, this is why I never feel bad about drug addicts because most of the time they do it, it's in a party scenario, right? It's, it's rarely that they're at home shooting up by themselves, snorting lines by themselves. Right. It ends there. It ends there where you got a habit in your in your closet. But it mostly starts when you're trying to be cool, where you're at the party scene and you'd be all. Yeah, yeah. And then you'd be calling the other people lame. Oh, you lame and you ain't got no game and you don't be out with us. You ain't outside. And you just did diligently laying down your foundation. All right, you're diligently laying down your foundation. They laughing at you and you missing out and you ain't cool and you ain't got no hoes. And then all of a sudden, life hits them right in the face. Then they want me to feel sorry. I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> See, I didn't smoke on the grass. I didn't smoke. I wasn't the cool guy, remember? Remember, I was lame. Now I'm over here. <laughs> now you want me to feel sorry, but, but, but drug addiction is a disease. Nah. Nah, it ain't. You was up there, especially alcoholics. You were out there partying and drunk it, smoking and drinking. Y'all was having fun. Thought y'all was cool. And then here you go. Want me to feel sorry. I don't feel sorry for you. I do not. Listen, I don't feel sorry for many people. I do not feel sorry for dope fiends and alcoholics at all. Never, ever. Now, if you recover and you become sober, I big up you. Shout out to you. I'm going to big up you. But never be like, nah, I'm, it was just terrible. And my grandfather was an alcoholic and it ran in my family. Man, go kick, kick rocks. You decided that every time. Nobody showed you. Nobody, everybody knew. It's so sad. But you're going to have to pay the price. All right, JC says she got the Texas Chainsaw Massacre mouth. Indeed, I wouldn't have. I definitely would not like for her to drop neck on me. All right. She definitely can't drop no neck on me. All right. She, I don't want no barbecue from this girl right here. I want to pause it when she was. Yeah, I can't. It's barbecue in there. All right. Where is it at? She definitely can't drop that neck on me. Boy, that's going to be. Woo. Wee. Woo. I don't give a fuck <laughs> what you think, bitch. <laughs> Cut that bitch off. Next call. All right. Anyway, I pressed the wrong button. Pressed the wrong button. JC says, just look at her braces. Makes my something hurt. <laughs> right, for sure. Yeah, that one's going to scrape. She definitely going to pull a scrape on you. All right, what is this? I pressed the wrong button again. Somebody says, show her face. I came late. Right here. You came late. All right, shout out to Lamont James. Coach, you messed up for pausing that video on that girl's overbite. Man. Man, man. Well, I'm glad she's got braces. That'll definitely, 
that's definitely going to help. Kevin Sullivan says, what's up, coach? Keep speaking the truth and being a voice for us men. It's always appreciated. Shout out to the coach gang and the train gang gang out here. Train gang. El Santo, coach smoking. He says, something for the pot, coach. Not smoking. Something on the pot. Something for the pot. Go. Rent is due out here. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Rent be due. All right, hold on. Oh, shit. I done pressed the wrong button again. I'm Okay. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Let's see here. No government aid. Oh, sorry. Macaroni, Tony. We clown a lot over here, but on a serious note, thank you for warning us so much. Make sure y'all got your doomsday kit out here, boy. They're talking about drafting. I mean, I ain't never heard. I feel bad for my son's age ninjas. All right. They talking about the military draft. I mean, this is far-fetched, but you never know. Nasrick says depression is the new norm in our society. Sad. Sad. But you know what it is. People are just trying to play victim. You have it too. I have it too. Let's all be losers. Yes. Let's just aim low. This is aim low. Like I'm trying to find out what the equivalent. What the equivalent of depression would be for Gen X. Trying to think. Because we certainly had things like this. ADD. I think ADD for Gen X, like where people announce it and they're proud. You know, I have that ADD, my ADD be flaring up. That's more millennials, though. Special education, ADD, like ninjas be like, let me test for special ed if I could get extra time on my test, right? Mm. you like, ninja, you go, your goofy ass going to want extra time on your test. You're going to want to do an IEP. You're going to want to go to special ed and have a resource teacher. You goofy-ass ninja. <laughs> you cannot be this low, ninja. You cannot look at your life and aim that low. What would be the equivalent? Autism, uh, that's more OCD, peanut allergy. These are all millennials. I'm talking about for Gen, Gen X. I would say ADD. Yeah, we just did drugs. OCD for Gen X. OCD, I got OCD. <laughs> I got OCD. I think OCD could be it. I have OCD. I have OCD so bad, I rearrange the letters in order. CDO. But yeah, man, it's kind of, it's kind of like a weird, it's kind of like a weird, like, you just trying to aim low just so bad. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, you just want it. Like, I just want to be with the rest of the people. Like, me for me. <laughs> Like, just for me, if ninjas was sitting around, I, let me say this for a lot of brothers, you can relate to this. And um, Gen X, you can relate to this, you know, and, you know, they'll be like, oh, ninja, we were so poor. We were so broke. We used to eat government cheese and bologna sandwiches. Oh, ninja, that ain't shit, ninja. We had two pair of socks and we had to share that. Oh, ninja. It was seven of us in a one-room apartment, and, and it was seven of us, and we slept on one bed. Mm. Oh, no, nah, Ninja, we were so poor. Ninja, the roaches used to. I think it was the we were so poor. And to me, I used to try to get caught up in that, and I used to be like, I ain't speaking that shit into existence, <laughs> right? Mm. And second of all, I wasn't that poor. Now, I have been down bad. I have, you know, my mother, you know, we, we struggled. We struggled. 
But I was not going to keep talking that conversation into, into existence. Oh, Ninja, what happened, man? Ninja, see, y'all ninjas got too much privilege. Ninja, we were so poor. Like, why do people, no, no, we was poor to you, Sean. We had two pair of jeans, Ninja. We used to go to the Payless shoe store. We were so poor. I mean, even that conversation is pathetic after a while. I get it. We all struggle. Just about everybody has some sort of struggle. But I get it, Ninja. But, yo, man, yeah, the trauma bonding. And what it is is people don't want to appear like we had an advantage. So we had to literally disadvantage ourselves to make everybody else feel good. And it is something like a survivor's guilt. You finally make it, and you got to talk about when you didn't have it. But I don't know what it is. Syrup sandwiches and shit, sugar sandwiches. Yeah, I mean, yeah, struggle Olympics. It's the victim Olympics. I look at depression as the same way. Oh, you have it too? Me too. I be feeling real down bad. Oh, I'm so horribly down. Oh, woe is me. Feel bad for me. Let's all feel bad together. Hugs. All right. And let's go back to our rooms and be depressed. Oh, feeling down. You too. Me too. I have stage five depression. Stage four, stage three. Oh, you ain't depressed enough. You need to be depressed more. All right. I'll be depressed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like it's like a weird it's weird science to me and then i'd be like you're not depressed yes i am i am you don't understand it's bad out here for me i feel horrible every day it's a real thing you must understand that it's real I am depressed and people have it. <laughs> I'll be like, <laughs> you really claiming it. You talking it into existence. <laughs> they be like, they be like really trying to sell me on it. I just can't be happy with life. Life is hard. And I wake up every day feeling so bad about myself. I have a coat blanket. <laughs> That's how I be looking. I be like, like, is this your reality, brother? It's real. You say it's fake and you're not empathizing with us. <laughs> I be like, <laughs> They really be throwing a fit when you say it ain't real. It's real. <laughs> be like, oh, man. I be wilding. I'm like, they wilding out, man. They wilding out with this shit. <laughs> That's how they sound in the comment section trying to convince me like, all right. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> I'm like, yo, like life ain't that bad, fam. Like, uh, go, you need to go take a lap. Everybody go take a lap. All right, anyway, we got uh, Super Chats here. Here we go here. Uh, Jay, uh, T-Mon Jr., T-Mon Jr., K on the coach. 
If you ever get a chance to talk to the lead attorney, can you ask him what happened to Moose Locks? Shout out to the snake gang in the building. 100%. 2K teacher says she's so unattractive. Criminals break in just to close the curtains. Damn. All right. What do we got? Uh, JC says, sorry, coach. I got to say it's razor blades in here. Indeed. Anesthesia boss, New York coach, Greg Adams. You down with OCD? Yeah, you know me. We got that OCD. <laughs> All right, Deshaun Rose says, I call it the new WD, Weapons for Mass Destruction, the weak delusional forever manless syndrome. WD4MS, weak delusional forever manless syndrome. And he, indeed, man. I got to check it out. I got to check it out and see what Moose Locks is doing out here, man. Shout out to you. <laughs> Goodness. I'll be wilding sometimes. Shout out to uh, Rodney S. Here's my donation, coach. So you don't leave me ninja in the building. Shout out to you. Appreciate you. I'm rich, <laughs> Oh, man. I be ha- You know how many people left the show? Yep. Uh, Caitlin says, uh, coach, in your opinion, what make, uh, what would make women scared to cheat in today's time? Oh, nothing really. There's nothing. There's no scarlet letter. There's nothing. I mean, we don't live in those days in age and times anymore. There's no judgment. You can't slut shame them. I mean, there's nothing that would make her scared to cheat right now. It's more of a, um, it's more, they can do it and kind of laugh about it and keep it a secret amongst their friends. But no. That's, that's that's all gone now. <laughs> all right. Uh, anyway, there's no more shame. So stoning, what would we like? What exists for us? I'm obviously shame and stoning would do it, but nothing exists today because they can blame it on anything. They can blame it on anything. They could just literally say, "Hey, I was depressed and I cheated on my husband." There's you can't get out of it because you can't contest it. And you can't prove it. You can't walk into the middle of their brain and tell them that. No, you're not. In fact, if you guys know, Gen Z grew up with the movie. Um, what is the movie called? I always tell you these things. I sometimes have to repeat it because I have new audience. But there's a Disney movie, Inside Out. Inside Out. Here it is. Uh, Gen Z grew up kind of programmed to uh, be, you know, attached to their feelings type thing. And uh, the movie i'm probably sure all of them seen it is that they had a girl a little girl of course it was a woman a little girl who had all of her emotions on the inside and basically the the premise was that the premise of this movie that they were educated and indoctrinated about was that um people try to control their emotions and uh when they do that only what happens is one of the emotion gets pushed into the forefront, usually the one that they don't. So when they try to control anger or sadness or happiness, or they try to push happiness to the forefront, they, they push back the other emotions, but the emotions fight hard to push themselves to the front. Right. And so, yes, this is self diagnosis and uh, people start self diagnosing. Most people who say they have depression, they are self diagnosed. Nobody diagnosed shit. 
All right, they claimed it, and then they went to go claim it to the from the psychotherapist. I'm depressed. Okay, yes, you are. Here's some drugs, but inside out. And uh, a lot of young people watched it. Gen Z, this is a Gen Z movie. Again, the premise is they want to be happy so bad that they push happiness forward, and then the other emotions that they try to push back, try to fight so hard to push ahead and they get ahead of the happiness or whatever the emotion they want to experience. And then their other emotions take, take the lead because you're pushing it back so hard. All right. But, um, it's kind of like, that's kind of the premise of the story. And so this gets gin feelings into their feelings and they push the fit. But the problem with feelings is that's only your feelings. Ninja, right? My feelings are something else. Now we're going to collide. So my feelings are wrong, especially when I don't consider your feelings. So it's a it's a little bit of a weird culture and society we live in. And uh, for me and all of us trauma victims from Gen X, because, yes, we was traumatized. All of us kind of try to push forward because we pay bills. We can't quit. Gen Z can kind of quit on shit right now because they don't have a lot of responsibility. They don't have a lot. Of, they don't have children. They don't have rent. Um, they don't have real life responsibilities as a mass, as a total. So they can somewhat quit and go suck their thumb and shit like that. And then people just, oh, you know what I mean? Just, oh, let me tuck you in. Yeah. They ain't got no damn responsibilities. And then what's happening? This, like this woman right here. These women are going, wait a minute. Responsibility, adulting, paying rent. Well, you're behind. You, you allowed yourself to be self-defeating. Which to me, you can't do that. You're, you're, you're defeating yourself. You're shooting yourself in the foot. You're, you're defeating yourself right off the rip. Now, it might be important to you now, but just wait until 10 years. Ninja, you're going to be so behind, and it's going to be so fucking funny, right? All these people. But all it's going to do is usher in Marxism, UBI. I can't do it. We can't do it on our own. Failure to launch. It's not an effective strategy for a strong society. For a weak society, it's perfect. You want to weaken your society? Tell them that they're incapable of just doing the basic shit right off the rip. You're going to have a weak society. This is why I consider it weakness. So over overwhelming, you're going to have just too many people who are weak as fuck. It's just so, oh, it's disgraceful. It's just so sickening to me. <laughs> I mean, because really... It's just sickening. But anyway, uh, Deshaun Rose, shout out to you. He said they don't want to live, coach. Hold up. I mean, they do want to live. They do want to live. You know what tells me they want to live? They living. They still here. And the reality is they ain't going nowhere. They got too much ego. Ego still larger than a mother sucker. You got to have a big fat ego to be running around here doing this shit. All right. They ego big as hell. They still here. Be still feeding them. And here's the deal. <laughs> Just. They going to be here and they ain't going nowhere. But they want is sympathy. What they want is a free pass. What they want is a free lunch. All right, they still here and they still breathing. All right, so the reality is they want to be here, Ninja. 
They ego too big for this shit. <laughs> All right. And they pulling a rip on some people here. Anyway. All right. Look. Shout out to our brother Josh Gossett says, so I'm supposed to pay the same price at McDonald's. Shout out to Josh Gossett says, so I'm supposed to pay the same price at McDonald's that I would pay at a nice restaurant. So minimum wage can be $30. I made $5.15 at my first job for sure. $5.15. It was different back then. I made $5.15. But of course, they're going to say they didn't have to raise the price of the Big Mac. Shout out to Deshaun Rose. Appreciate you. Wow. Yep. Yeah, free pass is not living. You better work, bitch. All right, uh, Nia Long. Nia Long. Let's get to this. Nia Long's going to say this right here. Is she for the streets? In the streets. Remember Nia Long? Nia Long, the woman that y'all refused to let go down. (laughs) All right, she's 50-something years old. I'll show you the forever image of Nia Long right here. This is Nia Long for you white people. All right, you've probably seen her in a couple of movies. All right, she's mostly in ninja movies. All right, so there's Nia Long right there. Uh, As you can see, Nia Long was, this was her scene. This is her forever scene. This is what people think when they think of Nia Long. And she was a small, pretty much a not thick. This is before Strags. All right, there were Strags, but they weren't popular. You see a fit black woman. I will give you that. You don't see many fit black women being pushed in the forefront of movies. She's a small, tiny, petite little spinner. Had the pixie haircut. All right, chocolate is hell. Ooh, look at that chocolate. Okay. And she was a nice, with the, she played the innocent black woman. She didn't play the ghetto. <laughs> What's the one lady's name? She was on 227. She always played the ghetto. <laughs> I can't remember her name. She's an actress too. Well, Nia Long, that was in 1997, 1995 exact, to be exact. All right, and so she was the nice one. She always played the nice girl. But it was 30 years ago. This woman is now 52 years old. She certainly doesn't look like this. All right. And I'm pretty sure she probably was at this age, 21, 22. 21, 22. This is before you guys start consuming all that GMO chicken and shit. No, not Sandra. Not Jack A. It was the other girl. She was a teenager on 227. She plays um on the... um. She plays the uh she plays on the Boondocks. She plays the voice of the Boondocks character. I can't remember her name. Anyway. Not Sandra. She played the teenager on 227. I'm going way back. You know I'm old as hell. <laughs> I'm old as hell. Regina Regina Bell or is it Regina King? Regina Bell or Regina Regina King. Regina King is her name. Now, Regina King is another actress right here. She played always the ghetto-fied, uh-huh, yeah, you know, and Boys in the Hood. Let me find her. Let me find a Regina King and Boys in the Hood. Boys in the Hood, Regina King. All right, so this is the, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, this is the perfect right here. Uh-huh, yeah, Regina King played the strag in Boys in the Hood right here. 
And Nia Long was the opposite of her. She was the girl, the good girl. You know, Regina King played the Tata Alicia with the with the big old uh with the bamboo earrings, at least two pair. Yeah, Regina King. There she is right there. She played <laughs> all right. So Nia Long was the good girl version of black women. Regina King always seemed to play that. Even in Friday, which yeah, poetic justice. She was in Poetic Justice, too, and she played the exact same character, all right, in Poetic Justice, similarly that she played in um, Boys in the Hood. Regina King was, uh, what's this woman's name? I, I'm bad with names. I, I, I'm bad. I'm sorry with the names. Regina King was the lady that played Cookie before Cookie. What's that woman's name? <laughs> I, can't, I can't remember. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Let's go back to Nia Long. Well, Nia Long was a good black woman, right? She was a good black woman. But a lot of people don't know that Nia Long was a strag or she used to mess with dope fiends. I mean, dope dealers. She was out there doing what a lot of women do and you just don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I tell you, a lot of women when they're young, they're attracted to bad boys. Yeah, Taraji. Yeah, uh, Regina King was Taraji P. Henson before Taraji P. Henson. Thank you. Okay, going back. These women be dating dope dealers. These ninjas, these women be hiding, uh, going to the pen and putting money on books. These women be writing letters to the pen. These women be getting a back blown out by the dope dealers. Now, you might think Nia Long's not those type of girls. She a good girl. But Nia Long's going to admit this right here. And you got to watch out for sisters that grow up in the hood. These are the, Nia Long's the type of sister that would never be seen in public with the dope dealer. But the dope dealers used to slide through after leaving a message on the answering machine. Let's let Regina, let's let Nia Long spill the beans. But the reason, but the reason I know that you're guarded is because when I was in high school, I only dated drug dealers. Oh, really? Oh, my God. That's where I was. I lived in South Central L.A. That's what it was. Wow. I would have never thought that. Really? Know that you're guarded is because when I was in high school, I only dated drug dealers. Oh, really? Oh, my God. That's where I was. I lived in South Central L.A. That's what it was. Wow. I would have never thought that. Really? Know that you're guarded is because when I was in high school, I only dated drug dealers. Oh, really? Oh my God, that's where I was. I lived in South Central LA. That's what it was. Wow. I would have never thought that. Really? Know that you're guarded is because when I was in high school, I only dated drug dealers. Oh, really? Oh my God, that's where I was. I lived in South Central LA. That's what it was. Wow. I would have never thought that. Really? I know that you're guarded is because when I was in high school, I only dated drug dealers. Oh, really? Oh my God, that's where I was. I lived in South Central LA. That's what it was. Wow. I would have never thought that. Really? Brothers, somebody said, take a victory lap. I'm telling you, gentlemen. Wait, I'm going to do it again. Hold up. Brothers, 
<laughs> CGA is undefeated. In these streets. Brothers. And not only that, not only that, she said when she was in high school, hold up. And I think I actually played a clip or read a story about her admitting this. She actually has another story where she admitted this, where she said when she was in high school, she used to mess with the older ninjas to get picked up from school from high school. Oh, shit. Hold up. Hold up out here, ninja. Hey. Hold up. Giving up that team poon. I'm telling you, brothers. But you guys think this shit is new. In the 80s and 90s, ninjas like that used to pull up and pick up all the high school girls. This shit was going down for a long time. Yep, holding dime bags for ninjas. When they go up in the club, they hold the gat, the firearm. There's women in here that even admitted it when I was sitting in here. And they was like, yep. You know what I mean? We 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 took the charge for ninjas. We 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 put the dope in our titty in our bra for the ninjas. We packed the heat, put the gun in the purse because the club owners only packed down ninjas and the girls got the firearm in the purse. I'm just letting you know. And the dots in B210. And mom knew. Remember, I read that story. The mom even knew when she was 15 and 16, she was out here in these streets. In these streets. Yep. This is what we talk about. So in this thing here, in this thing, this is why, remember when I told you, do not make, do not, if you're 40 years old, 45, and you find a fine-ass 45-year-old woman, and you're like, damn, she fine. And you see pictures of her back in the day, and she had the braids, the box braids. You'd be like, damn, man, she fine. I'm like, bruh, they been ran through. What did I tell you about jailbait? I read you the story, a 15, 16-year-old girl sleeping with rock stars. I be telling y'all guys, you guys don't want to know. Now, if this doesn't bother you, it's, it, it's a, it's a, it, it is what it is. And I wouldn't say it wouldn't bother you, but you guys act like even if she's a good, attractive woman, you're like, she seems like a good girl. She's one of the good ones, coach. No. All right. <laughs> it's they these are the guy, the dope dealers and the pookies and the Ray Rays. These girls are the side chicks for them ninjas, meaning like when they need something. They'll go see her and slide through. Baby, you love me? You still love me, huh, baby? Yeah, baby. Here, let's just hold this for me real quick. Brianna Taylor, bitches. Just hold this real quick. I'm going to be right back. And then they go out there, spread they seed around, and they come back, and the girl feels special. Yo, it is wild out here. And then look at her. Really? I don't look like the type that would have a dope dealer ninja? And then she tried to blame it on growing up in South Central. Bullshit. Ninja, South Central ain't got nothing to do with it, Ninja. This is happening everywhere. Newark, New Jersey, Rochester, New York, Los Angeles, Ninja in the suburbs. I knew suburban broads doing the same thing. They had Pookie Ninjas driving up to the valley. All right? It don't matter where you at. 
You could be in downtown San Diego, Ninja by Lincoln High School. You could be, I don't give a damn where you at. Really? I don't look like a strag. I don't look like I'm down. All right. Really? She really shocked that we was out here buying her good girl routine. Guys, the good girls are just bad girls who haven't been caught. Okay. They all be chasing the pookie. <laughs> the pookie. North Las Vegas. You don't do it, don't matter where you at. Birmingham, it don't matter where you at. Milwaukee, Portland, Seattle, over there by uh over there by Tuckwilla. It don't matter where the hell you at. They out here, it's the same shit. The reason, but the reason I know that you're guarded is because when I was in high school, I only dated drug dealers. Oh, really? Oh my god, that's where I was. I lived in South Central LA. That's what it was. Wow. I would have never thought that. Really? But the reason, but the reason I know that you're guarded is because when I was in high school, I only did Wait. Dated drug dealers. High school, I only dated drug dealers. Cause when I was in high school, I only dated drug dealers. Cause when I was in high school, I only dated drug dealers. Cause when I was in high school, I only dated drug dealers. Brothers, uh, wait, <laughs> wrong, wrong, brothers. It's an evil world we live in. What do we do with this information? We have to arm ourselves. <laughs> we have to arm ourselves with this knowledge. <laughs> arm yourself with this knowledge. Never forget. Never put it past. Never put it past. And you see why she get treated the way she get treated. And she said, I only, only, no, no, no good ninjas. I only He said, now I feel better looking back at middle school. One of these days, you guys are going to get hit with reality. You're going to have to take a reality pill. You're going to have to take a reality pill. A lot of the things that you, that, that, that you couldn't fill in the blank, that you were confused about, I'm clearing it up. <laughs> I'm clearing it up for you. The reason why we have problems is this. Like, for instance, another one. You will find out there are a lot of women that you went out to see nightclubs, You went, especially if you lived in a big city. A lot of those girls were either paid to be there, were, were, um, were groupies, were hangers-on of celebrities and or the people who owned the bar, or were hookers and prostitutes. I cannot tell you. I cannot tell you the amount of, especially living in Orange County, growing up in Southern California, going to nightclubs in L.A., and going and seeing all the fine girls. and the girl, You guys had no chance to begin with. They was already rolling in the drug dealer, club owner, promoter, producer. They were already hookers. They were already selling puss. They, Ninja, you had no chance to begin with. 
It is only when you go to the dark side and then you look back and then you were like, no wonder you could not even get no conversation out of them. No wonder she wouldn't even look at me. You, you're like, no wonder it was just so weird. You'd be like, this doesn't make sense as to why it's so difficult. Then when you go to the dark side and you look back, you're like, oh, they been, these are hoes. These, these, been, these been hoes the entire time. You come to Las Vegas. These girls, some of the baddest girls you see in sections, walking around, bottle girls, hostesses, they all cartello. They all kind of mahi-mahi. They're all promo girls. They're all there for show. It's, <laughs> you like, ah, oh, shit. They're all there for certain ninjas. They're all there. Some of these girls are got pimps. When you go to Thailand, same thing. Them girls that be down there in Soy 6, that be running out to you, grabbing your arm. Come here, come here. Oh, I get it now. Now it makes sense. They don't like me. They they here for, bruh. They're all spoken for. They ain't there to come get picked up. They out there fishing. But wow, guys, you guys got to figure it out. They And guys, what did I tell you? 15, 14, 16, stop believing 18 is the year that these girls say, I'm coming out. They be starting on the hunt early. Fifth, she said high school. Let me run it back. Let me run it back. That your guard is because when I was in high school, I only dated drug dealers. Because when I was in high school, I only dated drug dealers. Because when I was in high school, I only dated drug dealers. <sighs> you guys got to know, man. It's It's been right there in front of us. We just didn't see it. You just didn't acknowledge it. You just didn't admit it. You just didn't want to admit it. But it's really bad now. It's on steroids now. <laughs> it's on steroids. And anybody want to deny me because all of my deniers are quiet. Y'all want to wait till my stream is over and jump in the comment section where I don't look. But I keep giving y'all proof. Just it's right. It's been right there in front of you the entire time. You seen it. You knew it. And then when you got a bag, they start treating you nice. And you're like, oh, these girls wouldn't give me the time of day when I was back then. Even Tupac said it. Even Tupac said the same thing. When I was in the club, where's that Tupac clip? I wish I could find it fast. <laughs> All right. I wish I could find it fast. Even Tupac was like, when I was in the club and nobody knew me, I couldn't get nothing. I couldn't get no attention. He says, but when I found, when they found out I was in movies, now, I was adorable. All right, hold on for a second. Tupac, girls in the club. Oh, I might be able to find it here. Let me see here. See if I can find it. Um, Damn, I can never find a clip that I, when I, when I want to find it. So the, even he had the, ah, uh, 
Even he had to go, ah. It happens. Even he had to say, oh, yeah, Mike Jones. Even Mike Jones. Dude, it, it's, a, it's when you get there, you're like, oh, shit. Back then, hoes didn't want me. Now I'm hot. Hoes all on me. Mac Jones. But I wish I could find that clip. It's a wonderful clip. That, but see, these are the things that you get mad about when you discover it. And then when you just accept it, it is what it is. It is what it is. You like, ah. And now some are just like, no, nah, man, I still had it back then. Okay, we're not talking about y'all. We're just talking about the realities of most men. Yeah, I got lucky every now and then. Yeah, I put in work every now and then. I wish I could find that little clip. But uh, yeah, man. And Nia Long, one of your good ones, one of your favorites. Let you have it today. Know that your guard is because when I was in high school, I only dated drug dealers. All right, man. Woo. Speaking of, here's another one here. When you go to the dark side, you see everything. This is one of the benefits of the dark side. This woman right here. Where the ladies at? Ladies be quiet as hell. I'm the only show I don't see women in here trolling. I always see a, a, a woman with no icon every now and then in the comment section. But my true, the true women. I said Mike Jones. Okay. The true women who know me. They know they ain't got shit. They can't tell me shit. I know no way. I, I know way too much. I know way too much. So this woman right here, remember her? I did a, I did a stream on her. She was a politician in Virginia running for a, I believe, a house or representative seat. And she got discovered for doing what online? She got discovered doing online pornography. Remember that woman? Remember this woman with the gap in her teeth? So this was this year, and uh, they discovered she was doing sex acts on live streams, all right? And she was married. There she is right there. You know, that sloppy yogurt is going to be, you know, when you take them, that sloppy yogurt going to be sloppy, all right? But it looks tight. It looks tight when you look at it from here, all right? But uh, she was, she did not pull out of the race, and there's her cucky husband right here, <laughs> all right? But there she was. She was doing streams. As sex acts, but she was running against a, um, she's a nurse too, by the way. And she was running against a Republican for a, I think, Virginia House of Delegates seat. It's not a Senate seat. I might be wrong. Well, she lost. She lost. The election was yesterday during election day. It looks like her promotion kind of ruined her fun. I think she was. I think she was the, um, I want to say she was already seated here. Was she already seated? No, she lost the race. So that expose lost. I think she got less than 1,000 votes separated the two candidates. Okay, how many votes did she get? Her district was also rated one of the seven most competitive in the Commonwealth. Uh, she lost to a Republican in a tightly packed uh, race. Democrat Gibson fell short. All right, let me see how many votes did she actually get. Yeah, she mad. But here's the thing. She going to make a lot of money because she probably going right back to her live streaming prawn. In September, the Washington Post reported that Gibson, a 40-year-old nurse practitioner, and her husband, an attorney, Mr. Gibson, performed live stream sex acts on the website Chatterbait 
And it says right there, it's um something for chatting and masturbating. Okay, all right. More than a dozen of those videos ended up on a secondary site in September 2022 and were discovered by Republican operatives. In one of the leaked clips, Gibson tells her husband, I'll let you F me in the put the banana in the tailpipe doggy style in a private room if someone wants to pay. Remember, they're monetized. That's the deal. So she's getting people to pay. Gibson told her audience that she's in an open relationship with her husband, though he doesn't like sharing. Well, that means they're not in an open relationship, adding that the money requested was for a good cause. Okay. And the scandal broke. It says right here, days after the scandal broke, wearing Daisy Dukes and a tank top outside. All right. So that's this picture right here after the scandal broke. All right. Uh, Stock factory issue. She's in good shape for 40 years old. I'd fold. It says right here, Gibson called the exposure an illegal invasion of my privacy designed to humiliate me and my family. It won't intimidate me and it won't silence me, said the candidate. My political opponents and their Republican allies have proven their willingness to commit a sex crime to attack me and my family because they are. there's no line that they won't cross to silence women when they speak up. Okay. All right, there it is right there. All right, so she used the woman card and attacked her sex crime and invaded her privacy. Here's the problem. Here's the problem for this master splinter. It's not an invasion of privacy because the streams are online. It wasn't like they hacked your phone, right? You had these online for people to pay and view. You were a pay-for-play, pay-per-view woman. There's a lot of you out here, all right? And that's not an invasion of privacy. It's not a sex crime either to expose you because the information was online, all right? There she is right there. Despite the scandal, Gibson did not drop out and focused her House of Delegates run on the issue of killing babies, of course. And this the ninja who won, all right? This the ninja who won. Niggas always gotta show they <laughs> and uh, it says right there, okay, she used her healthcare background to center the race around killing babies. All right, it is what it is. Uh, anyway, there it is right there. Uh, this woman's a definitely a, uh, she has a Jezebel demon in her, and I'm pretty sure she's a freak leak She's a freak of league. We're going to get into this NBA NBA groupie story here. All right, but let me catch up on any potential super chats. And uh, yeah, we'll go from there. Wait a minute. That's not it. Wait a minute. Do I not have NBA groupies here? What is this right here? Okay, that's not it. I got to type it in. All right, we'll do it live. <laughs> All right, we'll do it live. Life of sports groupies. Sports groupies. This should be an eye opener for people here. This should be an eye opener. Are there NBA, are there sports groupies out here? You guys should get an eye opening conversation here, but I'm going to catch up on many super chats as I possibly can. Let me see. All right. Shout out to Black. Blackfro says, heard the adult actress politician had new member sales since then. Uh oh. Damn. So the 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 basics of the story is she's going to make a lot of money selling prawn now. 
she's got it. Shout out to Brown 310 says, shout out to the all the fun-loving wild 304s. Ho well. Shout out to Deshaun Rose. DJ says, uh, coach on Jeezy's new album, he said he's going to get at Nia Long if he gets the chance. You see how he's talking to her. You heard it here first. All right, so this is a coordinated attack planned relationship here. All right, so he's saying that he wanted. Didn't somebody else do that recently? Um, I can't remember, but uh, Angela Simmons. There's a rapper with Angela Simmons. I think they broke up recently. But Angela Simmons, there was a rapper. I can't remember his name who would always talk about he wanted Angela Simmons, and then it manifested, okay? Mm. It's wild out here, but she going to make a bag, get her bag out here. Got to get my bag and run. All right, so she's had new members. Are you new members? Are you one? (laughs) All right, you're out there a new member. All right, now these wives, again, this woman is a wife. Like, if you want a wife, this woman's a wife out here, um, on the internet, like, where, where are we going with marriage? We're going poly. Yo Gotti is his name. Shout out to Yo Gotti. But this is a married couple. This is a suburban married couple. Like, we have to start, re- I guess this is the guy that won. All right, but this is a suburban married couple, right? And even they're going the way of the monetized wife, the monetized woman, Like, it's getting very hard to get to the point where, let's just say, your wife, uh, Joe Smith is another example of this. Let's just say your wife says, you know what? We're tight financially. I'm a freak. Let's go make some money. I'll put my feet on the internet. And then you go, nah. She'll be like, okay, I'll just eliminate you. There's too much money to be made. It's hard to reel them back in. I mean, for the average guy, it's hard for you to hold frame. Okay, so I don't know, man. It's getting rough out here. I'm glad I'm single, and I'm glad I'm divorced, man. I'm glad I don't have, look, I'm not going, I'm not messing with these topics. All right, shout out to El Santo. Girl, I had, he says, he says, girl, I had, a girl I had a crush on in the eighth grade was dating a coca fiend and had a baby by him, shaking my head, go rent is due. Wow. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Middle school. Shout out to Dark Salad Foundation. He says, I heard the wife of DJ Twitch from the Ellen Show who self-deleted. I remember. Could be getting arrested on deletion charges. I haven't found the source. Did you hear anything? I haven't heard anything about this. But her story was soggy to begin with. Mm. Who did she delete? I'm sure she, you know, her story was uh, phony to begin with. Talking about he disappeared and I found him at a hotel. Mm. But I haven't heard, so I don't want to put it out here. I try not to spread rumors. I try not to spread rumors. Fixes a bind. Shout out to you. Fixes a bind. All right, we ready for the main event. Yes, we are. Yes, we are here. Sports groupies. This is going to be another ugly expose at an evil, evil world that we live in, man. It's going to be a... It's an evil world we live in. And there's recently a story of a young basketball player whose father used to play in the NBA. He tried to school his son 
that it's an evil world. It's an evil world. We and we'll in. play that clip. But let's go down to through memory lane here. Let's go down through memory lane for the people who don't know. Some of these stories I've already covered, but I'm just going to backtrack and take you down through memory lane. Let's start right here. Sports groupies. Notorious sports groupies. Let's start with this young lady right here. As you can see, her name is Sabrina. Somewhere back when the New England Patriots were winning, they had a player named Justin Edelman. Justin Edelman clapped this young woman's cheeks. What did she do? This is why you can't trust hoes today. They're going to find a way to get some clout out of it. No longer was it just good enough to say they did it. Now they got camera phones. And what does she do? She takes a picture of this ninja while he sleeps. And she captions it. Just fornicated Edelman. No lie. Ay, ay, ay. Well, he looked like he beat the brakes off of it. Well, he got what he wanted. And she got what she wanted. She really didn't need a great sexual performance. She really didn't need a great sexual. Uh, Julian Edelman. Justin. Julian. Who cares? He's a patron. But Julian Edelman. All right, Julian. Did I say Justin? <laughs> you know me with names. Okay. But Julian Edelman. Okay. And so just F Edelman, no lie. And she got her face all in the, in the picture. She all up in the picture, all up in the videos. Now, here's the funny thing about it. Look at the woman. She's a stock factory issue, basic bitch. And not only that, does she look like a straggle? No. Does she look like a She looks like a basic regular woman. She looks like the type of woman that has a boyfriend back where her hometown is. Yep. She looks like the type of woman that has a boyfriend that will be completely insecure. She looks like the average sports fan. And, oh, I love the Patriots. I love it. And her boyfriend probably like, eh. Your love for football players and Julian Edelman. All right, it's kind of weird. He could be insecure, and she's young. She's a college girl. And when she got the chance, she gave up them Punani. When she got the chance, she gave up the Punani. And she probably went back uh, to her boyfriend, Leakin. <laughs> she got the ring. She is not single. She, she gave her the Punani. And this is the thing about it. This is how it works. This is the rules of the world. Ninja, if you look at how it works, the men... The men of prominence, the men of status, they get the girls easy and they don't care about pleasing the woman or nothing. She don't even care about being pleased. Remember, I told you women don't have sex for pleasure. They have sex for a whole bunch of reasons. One of them, just so they can say I had sex with Julian Edelman. She don't look worn out. Her hair ain't sweating. She don't look like she even got her ponytail pulled out of her hair. She barely broke a sweat. This ninja barely broke a, a sweat. Five stroke special, roar and snore, all right? And she got her guts leaking, all right? And he got post nut clarity. This is, how, this is how quick it can happen. She sees the guy. There's Edelman. Yeah, I'll sleep with you. Boom, bang. Uh, let me take you to another one here. Groupies. All right, groupies. What about Yamir Yager? NFL star Yarmir Yager, age 43, who told 18-year-old model. There's the age get there's the age again. 
Now, when you see this today in today's world, this story would be framed as Yaramir Yager. Yaramir Yager is the predator. But what did we tell you about that guy that made that clip saying, no, these young women are the predators. These young women know what they're doing. These young women are going after what they want. But this young woman tried to extort him and said she had a picture of him and she wanted $2,000. Here's the picture. Here's the picture. So there she is, 18. She had the wherewithal to give a 43-year-old hockey player, I think he might have been retired, and she is a Natasha. And 18, she prayed on him. He busted all nuts. He busted his nut, went to sleep, roar and snore. And there she is taking a picture of this ninja in the bed. 18-year-olds mm. <laughs> is legal. But in our world today, they would say, in our world, t- what year was this? This is year is 2015. This is how different the world is now. 2015. In 2015, we let that slide. But the Me Too movement changed the narrative. So now we say any man that does this is a predator. Any man that does this is sick. Any man that does this targeted these women and taken advantage. But back then and prior to that, no. These women knew what they were doing. They were not the victims. And so there she is. He busted them cheeks. He went bye-bye. And there she is out there for clout taking a picture of that in the gym bed. Mm. <laughs> All right. And there's her boyfriend, of course. She has a boyfriend. Yep. Mm. Of course, she has a boyfriend. And there is the spectrum that I talk about. This happens at the JUCO. All these girls kind of are claimed for. They they all got their little boyfriend. And what do I tell you? He's a kind of, you could call him Brad or Chad. And he thinks he's hitting it for free. He thinks he got a girl. But I said these girls have these guys wrapped around uh, her finger. And then she will get her cheeks busted by whoever she needs to. It's it's what it is. It's part of the game. (laughs) He's part of the game. But about this one, Notorious. Notorious one right here. Let me see if I can put her up here. I don't want to speak ill of the dead, but take a look at this woman. Anybody remember this woman? Her name is Caitlin. Caitlin Faber, Caitlin Faber, you know what she's famous for? You know what she's famous for? This the woman that Kobe put the banana in the tailpipe, <laughs> all right? And then she proceeded to say she was assaulted and raped. This ninja was about to lose his career, but this is the woman that gave them guts up easy, first chance she could get when Kobe showed up. And Kobe allegedly did something that she said, oh, I said no. But then when it was time to go to court, they had to drop the case. She had to drop the case and settle. She got $2.5 million. And the reason why they had to settle, because she easily gave up that punani up in the hotel room when she worked at. She had to settle. This is because when they was ran a DNA test on them panties, they ran a DNA test on them panties. They found three men's DNA. And none of them were Kobe or her boyfriend at the time. And yes, she had a boyfriend. And she still gave them guts up when it was time to go to the hotel room. Okay. Right? They had to drop the case. She was like, all right, I'll settle. 
because them panties had multiple men's DNA up in there crawling in her panties. They had to settle. They had to not push forward with the prosecution. And she ran away with 2.5 milli. It's an evil world we live in. All right. Gotta get my bag and run. <laughs> but NBA stars deal with these situations. And it's hard to kind of get real situation. It's hard to kind of get the true story about what's going on. It's hard to get the true story about what's going on because some women play the victim. Some women act like I really didn't want anything. But now we do see women are very predatory and target these guys. Now, let me show you a couple of photos and pictures, and then we're going to get into it. This is a story called All-Star Weekend. You guys have seen memes and clips about girls that go to All-Star Weekend, and then their boyfriend, and they don't have money to get back. And their boyfriend, you've seen the memes. But All-Star Weekend, it says the three categories of NBA groupies part two. This is our final piece in the two-part series of NBA groupies. The preceding article spelling out the three type of groupies NBA players will encounter. Groupies possess diverse plans, and they belong to three categories based upon these plans. Number one, get pregnant. Um, somebody said, damn, why did Kobe settle? Easy win. Uh, no. <laughs> he would have had to go through a trial. And by the way, let me come back to this. When he was he was not in the civil trial. He was in a criminal trial in which if he was found guilty of this grape, he would have been put on the sex registry list. He certainly would have went to prison and they would have had to test him, do some very, very demeaning tests to sex offenders in Colorado. Namely, they would strap him to a machine and they would show him images of women and see what images aroused him. It would have been a horrible chance to go forward with that case. $2.5 million to the girl, $5 million to the wife, and via a diamond ring, he back on the court, okay? That would have been dumb to push forward to try to clear your name when when you could just say, hey, charges drop, <laughs> right? Did you just skedaddle? All right, so let's come back. Three categories. got Get pregnant, become a wife, brag about having sags with the NBA player, all right? And so here it is right there. We have these cases. Brag about it. Brag about it. Clout. Brag about it. Clout. Get pregnant. Where's the get pregnant girl? Right here. We're going to show you this one right here. Uh, get pregnant. Brittany Renner. Right there. Get pregnant. And or what was the third category? Third category was what happened. Hold on for a second. Did I lose the article? I did lose the article. Uh, get married was the third character. Yeah, become a wife. Now, become a wife is possible for an NBA groupie. And let me show you how right here. Let me show you how, where is it at right here? Did I lose it? You can become a, you can go from NBA groupie to wife. And I'll show you right here. NBA groupie to wife right there. Get married. So a lot of these girls were strippers, hooter waitresses, exotic dancers, porn stars, Joe Smith. His wife was a porn star. So this is Paul George. Video vixen. Kobe Bryant's wife was a video vixen for a short period of time at 17, at age 17. Paul George married a woman. 
who was a exotic dancer. She kind of was a groupie. She kind of was, I, I think, I believe she dated other NBA players before Paul George. He, he impregnated her. He gave her money for a baby. I think she, but, but he married her. He ended up marrying her. Okay. Mm. Joe Smith married a former prawn star who was also in the industry and dated. So this is a target attack of what these young men have to deal with. So get pregnant, become a wife, brag about having sex, the clout. Now let's take you to this piece of video here. This is NBA player, former NBA player, Kenyon Martin, former Thug and Natty Bearcat basketball player. Mm. Yes, I said Thug and Natty. <laughs> All right. Oh, man. People have people going to help me. People going to hate me. All right. Listen to what he says. Kenyon Martin, there's Kmart right there, former number one pick, I believe. He would have been a better player. He did injure his knee, I think, in his last year at Thug and Natty. And they kind of messed his career up getting going here, but he was a great player. Well, his son is an NBA player now, and I believe he goes by KJ Martin. KJ Martin. So let Kenyon Martin talk about, there's Gilbert Arenas. Let Kenyon Martin talk about what he warned his son about. Man, that ain't helping you. Real situation. I tell KJ, he's talking to a little young lady before a couple years ago. I, I just see her around a little bit, and I tell him, Listen, don't, don't be surprised if she's fucking one of your teammates. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, believe that. Right? Especially in this era. <laughs> he go to Bahamas, a little preseason team retreat. He go knock on the door. Who answered the door? Mm-hmm. He hit me right away. Man, you ain't lying. <laughs> yeah. At all, young fella. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, this it's like treacherous clock- out here in these streets, clockwork. man. This shit is clockwork. Yeah. This shit is clockwork. Yo, it's- and there's Brandon Jennings, another great NBA player. He was kind of ahead of his time. He was one of the one players to challenge the one-and-done rule in college basketball. Before it went one-and-done, he went and played overseas. Had a good NBA career, but not what he could have. But they're going to talk about what these men have to deal with. Yeah, it's hard for him to understand him a little bit. But he's telling his son, the girlfriend that he's dating will screw another one of your players. Yes, I have to translate. He's saying, son, your girlfriend will screw, fornicate another player on your team. That's basically what he's saying, and I'll go ahead and play it back. Man, that ain't helping you. Real situation. I tell KJ he's talking to a little young lady before a couple years ago. I was- All right, KJ's talking to a little young lady a couple years ago. I just see her around a little bit, and I tell him, don't, don't be surprised if she's fucking one of your teammates. All right, don't be surprised if she's screwing one of your teammates. <laughs> All right, and this is his young son. So let me go ahead and pull up KJ Martin. KJ Martin basketball player i believe he plays for the 76ers or the houston rockets let me see here this is his son he's now you know sometimes you know uh genetics plays a lot in the nba that's his son and yes i was going to talk about steve nash and jason richardson so um yeah man it's a cold cold evil world and so he tried to school his son and he said his son said not my girl not my girl. <laughs> not my girl, coach. Coach, dad, not my girl. And so he was like, son, these girls are not like what you think. 
Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll believe that. Right. right. Especially in this era. So he go to Bahamas, a little preseason team retreat. He go knock on the door. Who answered the door? Mm -hmm. He hit me right away. Man, you ain't lying. <laughs> yeah. So he went to his teammate room, and guess who was there? The girl that he was dating in another one of his teammates' room. So that was the wake-up call, and he said, came back, Dad, oh, Dad, you ain't lied. You ain't ever lied. Dad, you were right, all right? It's kind of a cold world out here. At all, young fella. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, this it's treacherous like out here in these streets, clockwork. man. This shit is clockwork. Yeah. This shit is clockwork, Yo, yeah. It's treacherous out yeah. here in these streets, bro. It hurts. Mm-hmm. No cold, ain't no more no cold more out cold, here. No violence, man. They, no listen, nothing, man, they man. Why not? No, I'm just, I said, you said why not? Leave your room. <laughs> you know why not? Yo, man, I didn't been this way to get off the elevator. Thought she saw a ghost. ghost. Mm -hmm. We in Boston. She come to see one of my. I had no idea she was gonna see me in the hallway. Face white. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm about to say, hey, yeah. yeah. I can't. Even, <laughs> hey, I can't and put her head down and start walking fast. She with a bag. Uh, 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 uh. You know why damn, damn, Barney. Yeah. Uh, you know, damn, that bitch is Wilma. Wilma running fast as shit down the hall. Wilma. <laughs> <laughs> Wilma patting the shit out them motherfuckers going. All right, let me stop right there because it's getting hard to understand. But you see what I'm talking about. A lot of you guys have to hurt, learn the hard way. You have to learn the hard way, especially when you're in a certain type of industry. A lot of these things you don't see at all. You don't see it. And I'll tell you the story. I'll tell you the story again for the people who don't know. I had a friend that I went to high school with. I can't tell you her name, but it rhymes with Linda. <laughs> All right, me and Linda were cool in high school. And um, Linda was a small, short, petite uh, Latina mixed with white or Greek. She had long, brown, curly hair. She always smelled good, and she had light color eyes, and she kind of always wore contacts. She was kind of one of these, you know, she was nice-looking girl. So we were close in high school. We kind of hooked up in high school and in college. It was not memorable or any of that. Okay, she was a little bit older than me. I think she was a year older than me. And um, I think she was a senior. I was a junior. But by the time we really caught up, we were kind of lived close to each other. And we would help each other out. She would also, she would also, um, she was also my, uh, what do we call it? My social proof. So she was kind of in the industry. Not the prime industry, but she was connected. As she got older after high school and college, she started to be around celebrities and ballers and shit like this. And uh, she would invite me out. And she'd be like, hey, come on. Like, we were cool. We would come out, and she had all the fine-ass girlfriends. She was the one that had all the fine girlfriends. She knew all the ninjas. She would get all the... And she was the one where I would show up, and then all the... Um, she would just say, hey, I'll buy you a drink. She gave me instant validation. She gave me instant social proof to where when I showed up with Linda, when I showed up with her, Ninja, all the, I could talk to any girl I want in the bar, in the nightclub, because she was with the right type. And when people saw that she trusted me, she was like, hey, hey, we go, she hugged me. Everybody would be like, oh, you must be somebody if you know her. So that's where it went. We also, she also went to college in Arizona after high school. 
Then she came back and we went to community college together. So that when Linda and I were walk around campus, I think I went to the community college a year before she got there. She transferred in. And then I was first day of school, first week of school. She would be like, hey, show me around. And so when, when, when we got to school, I was walking around with her and all my homeboys was like, yo, that's who is that? <laughs> They'd be like, everybody was going crazy. And she had instant population on campus. All right, so this is Linda. Now, I'm going to tell you what I learned from Linda back in the day. I'm going to tell you what I learned. One day, she's the one that told me she was going to the All-Star game. Now, I'm wet behind the ears. I don't know what's up. I think I'm like 19 or 20 or something like that. 19, 20, 21. Remember, I fooled around with her a little bit. So I go over her apartment one day. She was like, hey, come over, and we was hanging out. Then she said, oh, I'm packing up, ready to go to the All-Star game. (laughs) Remember, I'm dumb. I'd never known her to like sports. I never knew her to like any goddamn thing. But she says, I'm going to the All-Star game. I was like, huh? Why are you going to the All-Star game? <laughs> I'm thoroughly confused. I don't put two to two together. I don't know nothing. I'm dumb. I'm young. I'm wet behind the ears. And she got all these clothes. She ironing all her clothes. She packing her bags. She got her bags. I'm going to the All-Star game. For what? You watch basketball? Who's your favorite player? <laughs> like, I'm just so dumb. right and looking back at what i know now as a mature adult now i know because it's apparent everybody kind of knows but back then i'm 19 20 21 22 i don't remember i I don't even know what the hell's going on i'm like what so that's what she told me early on where her marketplace value was off the charts in comparison to me off the freaking charts and she was into the world She had started being into the world before I was. But we started off in high school together. And then she started becoming of the world. Now, this is the dynamics that men have to deal with when you're dealing with men and women in the ages of 18 or really 16 or 14, 14 to 28. Women start getting into the world early. They start getting exposed to celebrities and ballers. They get exposed to shit early. We got to work our way up. We got to pay entry into the club. We got out. So she was already kind of into the world, and I was already just started and didn't even realize was what. Now what happens is men miss this part. Women live that part, and then they want to settle down. Then they go. And that's you. Right. She also was a woman one time. She told me to come out. Uh, remember, I'm young. I ain't that experienced. But she was like, hey, come out, me and my girls. We go out. I drive in a Honda Civic. We go out. We come from the club with one of her, uh, one of her girlfriends. We come back. <laughs> and she was like, hey, um, we'll come back home with you. Like this type of shit. This is what Linda was doing. She brings her and one of her other baddie c- girls from the club. She was like, let's go home. I was like, oh, you want to come back to my place? He was like, yeah. I think at the time I might have been 21, 22-ish. She was like, yeah. So we come back. I got a twin 
mattress with no bo- no bed frame on the floor, <laughs> right? I think I had a box spring and a twin mattress. They come back. We go straight to my room. Now, them girls that, those girls, I would not been able to pull under a regular circumstance, <laughs> right? Under a regular circumstance, if I went to the club to pull Linda and that girl, it wouldn't have never happened. But Linda brings her and her friend back to my room, back to my place where I share with, a, with, with one of my female roommates. And they're in the room. We chilling. It's late as hell. It's like 1.32. Put on some music. Okay. <laughs> and they was like, let's go. They started undressing. I was like, sitting there like, I was like, oh, the humanity. <laughs> I was like, uh, what? What? It was like a dream. I was like, oh, my Lord. If I tried to make that happen at that age, at my financial position, at my status, if I tried to make that happen, I would fail 99 times out of 100. (laughs) If I tried to make that happen, and I wasn't even anticipated until I seen the girl sit on my bed. I was like, and she was like, let's just. Let's just have some fun. I was like, oh, the humanity. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I was like, yo, this shit cannot be real. Man, I tell you, man, it was the wildest shit. But that's how that's how cool we were. And we were cool for a couple of years. I think we 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 kind of split apart after a while. I moved around the country. But man, this is do yeah, arrested on the 100th time. If I literally tried to make that happen, that scenario, I would have failed 99 out of 100. But what it is, is they kind of make that, they make that shit happen. I would, there was no mouthpiece for that to happen. I was like, God damn, brothers, man. Oh, the humanity. Anyway. Oh, brother. She's a real one. Yeah, she's a, one of the real ones. She was cool as hell, but she was so far advanced to me. But she made a lot of shit. She made a lot of shit happen and easy uh, for me back in the day. So anyway, man, I was like, this ain't <laughs> this ain't gonna happen, brothers. But the point of it is, these women are in- introduced into these worlds, and they do stuff like this well before you are experiencing it. Check this out: NBA groupies, NBA groupies, NBA groupies. Here we go right here. NBA players are being finessed, targeted by groupie girls off the court, leading them to rack up more points off the court than on the court playing basketball. NBA groupie girls are a common occurrence with some players seeing up to 500 different women per year. Magic Johnson is considered the king of NBA groupie world with this teammate recalling him saying, once you start seeing these girls around the NBA, You won't be thinking of any of that Christian and God stuff. And it says right here, um, this video, the video explores the controversial world of NBA groupies and their interaction with players. Um, Another story time. Um, I actually actually had a young lady that uh, I deal with. She looked like a kind of a Kim Kardashian look. You know, they kind of all have that same, try to achieve the same look. And uh, she was a fitness client of mine. We ended up crossing the line a little bit. And 
we started off crossing the line and then she really came a fitness client. So she wasn't a client first. But anyway, her and her friends messed with, they were groupies to NBA players and NFL players. Now, a lot of these stories that I tell you, people are like, no, it's not like that. But in Southern California, this would happen on a common occurrence. So where we live, the LA Chargers practice facility was near. Also, a lot of players came in and out of town and this woman worked as a, let's just say a massage therapist. But what would happen is they would find her or her name would get around. And this is a woman that I messed with a little bit. And then she became a fitness client. Very close friend. She always wanted to get married. But her and her friend, they be seeing these football players and basketball players just like that. Like that. Oh, they would go over there. Okay, I'm seeing so-and-so from the Chargers. Oh, this player's coming in. They're playing the Lakers. All right. Um, One night she called me up. She was like, hey, my, I can't get a hold of my friend, but I'm going to see this NBA player down at this hotel. I just want to let you know I'm going just in case something happens and nobody – bruh, just like that. This one was 23, 24, 25, all the way up to kind of doing this at 27. Another one of her friends was – uh, kind of a sugar baby escort kind of deal. And I asked about her one day. I was like, what about her? She was like, nah, basically, you're going to need some money for that. Like, I was like, I was like, boy, this is wild as hell. And so when you start to get woken up about this and you see the person, you like her? Yeah, her. And you're like, damn. Like, man, it's like that. It is like that out there. But, you know, when you live in small towns, you don't see it. But it's it's big time out here. It's big time out here. Let me show you a couple of clips, and then we're going to get out of here. The NBA groupies on the prowl. These are all clips that we showed you before. You guys know this memorable photo right here of Steph Curry. Um, No, no, this is current players. These are players that are still in the league now. This happened, this was like five years ago. This is like five years ago. So these are players that just barely retiring now. These are current players. All right. Um, this is uh Steph Curry. You see this memorable photo. And uh, you know, with Aisha Curry saying all of these women throw themselves at my husband's and all of this stuff, she became quite jealous of this activity. We showed you this video of this young lady here, this little muskrat, Millie Mouth. She got her Millie Mouth all tight. And there's uh, Steph Curry. She wants to take her chance. Somebody then took her to a basketball game. And uh, there, there she is. She can't help herself. She leaking. She leaking. She's sitting up there. All right, Millie Mouth all tight. Damn, it's kind of messed up on my screen here. I don't know why they're showing it like that. Let me go ahead and make it a little bit larger. There she is right there. Uh, she licking her lips. She thirsty. You guys don't understand. Uh, even in the ancient Roman times, some of the people who work, who were the ancient Roman um, uh, gladiators, they had groupies. Married women would pursue them. They worked as bodyguards for the senators and such, and the married women would have affairs with the gladiators. This is, you know, nothing new out here. How about this one, this scenario here? Let's show you a couple of clips of women in the front row. Look at your girl. Look at your girlfriend. Hey, I'm going to a game. Look at how they excited. Oh, so excited. All right, they showing teeth. Look at them. All right, look at this one right here. Summons. She's going to summons LeBron James. Look at her. Yep, look, come to me. Yes, yes, me, baby. Yep, I got you. 
Mm-hmm. And sisters, y'all ain't got shit on white women. White women going to be out here, the predator out here. You ain't got shit. When it comes to ninjas that dunk basketballs and run football past the goal line, you're going to have to deal with some white women. These white women do not play. These white women do not play. Yeah, look, I got you, baby. Whatever you need, I empty all that. All right? I empty all that. You can do whatever you want. Yep, she like right here. I'm here for you. Uh-huh. You know I'm here. Look at her. Look at her. Look at that. That's that's millions of dollars right there on the line. Remember, groupies want to become pregnant, married, or clout chase. <laughs> okay. And look at LeBron. Look at LeBron's face. LeBron's like, like I look when that when them two girls was in my bedroom. LeBron oh, like humanity. Look at that. They on the hunt. She's she's doing the summons. She's manifesting. She's starving. Yeah, that brother's starving. <laughs> Look at Brown's face. He can't help it. He like, uh-oh. And she leaking. You know, it is what it is. It's part of the game. And it's intentional. Look at me. Look at me. Yeah, anything. Look at this right here. Boy, that's some energy right there. Look at that right there. She, yeah, look. Boy, that's staring you down, man. Look, she, oh, man, and the other woman taking pictures. Look at that. That's intense. That's intense. She's like, I'm going to get him. I'm going to get him. This ninja worth millions and millions of dollars. There's a couple more clips right here. There's your boy, Jordan Poole. Look at him. Uh Uh-huh. Look at that right there. There she is. Do whatever. Whatever you want. I'm ready. This is submission. When ninjas be like, women need to submit. Women need to submit. Ninja, they, they'll submit to whoever they want to submit. Looking up at them, uh-huh. Whatever you want, I got you. <laughs> here it is right here. Look how she looking. Oh, oh man. That, look at Johnny. <laughs> look at that, man. Listen, listen, we in polyamory. Oh, yeah, look at Jordan Poole. He can't help it. He can't help it, yep. <laughs> oh no look at Kaylee Kaylee ain't playing oh he like no damn oh man alright I'm going I'm going <laughs> alright this ninja went out and turned in the triple double alright he turned in the triple double on this shit right here this ninja's like I'm going look at what he started balling out look look pull it up for the logo he was like I'm going I'm going. Where that? <laughs> yeah, he was like, I'm going. Oh, man, it's a cold, cold world out here. All right, what about this one right here? What about this? He says, these groupies are mid. Y'all don't know. Dude, groupies have to be mid. What they supposed to be, hot? <laughs> this is the problem of the marketplace. 90-10 rule. When you get it through your head. The mid-girls fuck the top guys. Yes, your girlfriend. Because your girlfriend is mid. You ain't getting hot broads. So from the mid all the way to the top, they're doing this. Ninjas do not understand. I will show the Highly Berry in a minute. Ninjas always want to be like, these girls are basic. Ninja, they still fucking them. (laughs) They fat. 
basic ninja still gonna be hitting it this is wild i love when guys saying this they don't understand you thinking they're all gonna be models nope the mid girls throwing pussy at the at the top guys too (laughs) they don't have to be top yes your wifey girl your girlfriend girl your college girl look remember justin edelman where's edelman at i mean julian edelman look at julian edelman is she mid yep (laughs) <laughs> they still don't get it. The mid girls are doing it too. What you think is just the skeezers? What you think is just the hot models? No. It's the regular girls too. This is the spectrum. Stop. Stop. They coping. Just accept it. It's the regular mid girls. They getting boned too. The NBA players going to bone them too. They're not going to look and say, nah, I'm a, I'm a millionaire. You mid. They're going to bone them, too. The fat girls, too. All right. Ninjas will wake. I wish you would wake up with this conversation. They taking whatever. All right. Here we go right here. They not out here disqualifying broads. They will take your girl, too. Here we go right here. Look. Look at that face. You don't get that look. Look at this. (laughs) And they in position, too. They got a front row ticket. Here we go right there. It ain't about hot or mid or milly mouth or master splinter. Them girls is giving up the punani, too. It don't matter. (laughs) Look, we got a whole sorority row of mid girls, and they will give it up and grab them ankles, too. All right, come on, fam. We got to grow up with this conversation. This conversation is kind of getting old and boring. All right. Look, all mid girls, average stock factory issue, front row seat, mm. mouth wide open. This girl going to take it all. She going to get ran through, ready to go. That's your girlfriend. <laughs> all right. Here are we at here? Let's go to the next one here. Here's another one. Okay. We won't show you that one. We got Jordan Poole. Look, they ready to go. Ret to go. Let me see what we got here. Boom. All right. Let's see who's in here. Oh, uh oh, even Rihanna. Even Rihanna. Look, <laughs> Rihanna out here celebrating. Rihanna out here. She got something to say. All right, let's see here. Even Rihanna out here throwing that thing out there. Oh, look. Look at that one right there, that lady, somebody's wife. Hold up. Oh, look. Look at Jordan Poole. Look at her. I'm going to help you up. Look at this flat back. Look at Miss Pancakes. Look at Miss Pancakes. All right, she want to try to help a ninja up. She wouldn't help me up if I trip. She trying to help a ninja up. All right, come on. Get out. Sit sit down, mommy. Mommy trying to. Uh-oh, look. She leaking. Oh, man. Who wife is that? Look, she can't take it. Look at her. She just, she just in euphoria. Oh, I got it. She like, I did it. Look. Oh, I had him. I got him right there. Look at her. Leaking. They can't help it. And yes, she mid. 
It ain't going to stop her from not giving that punani away. Mary, wedding ring. She ain't going to stop her from getting that punani away. <laughs> All right. It ain't going to stop her, man. Where we at here? Let's see. All right. What do we got here? This is, uh, oh, Jordan Poole again. Let's see who we got. All right. Oh, he didn't. Oh, they show him. Tur- they show him turning up. All right, Ben Siv. Okay, all right, there you go right there. We got the, uh, what's her name, Kendall? She clapping, she happy. Okay, we don't care about them. I got Beyonce. Oh, here we go right here. Look at Jordan Clarkson. Uh-oh, oh, oh, look. In the front row. Why you think they're in the front row? Why you think they're in the front row? They trying to be seen. Look at Kevin Durant. Oh, Kevin Durant looking at her. Oh, no. KD like, I'm going to get me some. He went back and looked at her. Down the court. All right, hold on for a second. KD then got some inspiration. All right, who is this, LeBron? Is this Beyonce? Look at, look at LeBron in front of Beyonce. What Beyonce going to do? All right, right in front of Beyonce. Look at Beyonce. Oh. Oh. Mm. Damn, did I pick the wrong ninja? <laughs> look at look at Jay-Z and Beyonce. She like, oh, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Mm. Oh. <laughs> Beyonce said, maybe I got the wrong billionaire. Yeah, that brother's starving. I need to get over there. I need to get over there. Let me show you the Halle Berry. The Halle Berry and Kobe. <laughs> Your girl can be took, even if you a billionaire. You a billionaire. Your girl could go. (laughs) Your girl could be going. All right, here we go right here. Halle Berry and Kobe. I love this one. Wait a minute. I got to go back. Halle Berry and Kobe. Look. Your girl could go just like that. Oh, look at that look right there. Ooh, she looked them up and down, too. She tried to look at what's in that package right there. Look, look at that. Oh, man, look at that eye contact. She like, I'll take you down right now. Let me take you down. Girl, I want to take you down. She ready to go. She choosing all in the front row. All in the front row. She's starving. Yeah, that brother's starving. She's starving. Look at her, man. She's choosing. Like, look at her looking up and down. When they look you up and down, you know they ready to go. Look at that. She biting her teeth. She's smiling. She's submitting, looking up right there. She want a piece of that black mamba. Pause. She want to look at, look. She want a piece of that black mamba. <laughs> man. Yeah, that brother's starving. <laughs> and then she tried to. Act like she didn't see him there. She tried to act like I didn't see him. Look, look at her. I don't know, huh? What? Where am I? What? I'm not a groupie, huh? What? Kobe right there, girl. He right there. Where? I don't see him. Where? Hold on for a second. Let me show you. Look, where? Kobe right there, girl. He right there, girl. Hold on for a second. Get him. He show him. Get him. Ask him out. Look at her. Watch this. Where is he at? Where? Over there? No, I don't see him. Over there? She turned into Scooby-Doo. Where? Right, bro. Look, where's she at? He over there? Nope. Nope. <laughs> Kobe who? Kobe who? Right, bro. Where? He over there? Are you over there? Nope. <laughs> and then right there. Oh, lock in. Lock in to me. She knew where he was the whole time. 
She out there starving. Yeah, that brother's starving. <laughs> Goodness. It's crazy, man. It's crazy, man. Y'all got to watch out out here, man. It's, it's too easy. It's too easy. The guys that keep fighting this and trying to make up scenarios, y'all acting like I'm making up scenarios in my head. The truth about NBA and groupies. Look. Look. Who is this? Who is this player? Is that James Harden? I can't tell. But it looks like he got good company. It looks like they're comfortable and cozy. It looks like they're fine. One man, multiple women. How many times that happened to y'all? What about this? Uh-oh, there's beans again. Sorry, Kobe. I don't mean to be putting you out like this, but it looks, and white girls going to be right in the front row. Look, look like they real comfortable with the brownness ninja with his shirt off. Oh, yeah. What about this? One ninja holding court, all women. What? Whoever this ninja is, look, I don't know what they doing, but you need to explain this photo. This is, yep, we got harems, concubines. It's what it is. Look, this is why they be coming up pregnant. Remember, we got three types of NBA groupies. Look, what, what, explain this. This looks like a hotel room. A lot, what is this? Okay. What about this? Uh-oh, they go Kyrie. They got no problems, Ninja. They got no problems. They will get it. What about this? Yep. They all do. Have you ever been around when a celebrity male came around? They'd be rushing to take a picture. Okay. What? What? And he ain't touching them. He's smart. All right. Look on the prowl. Look at these. Oh, on the prowl. Uh Oh, all up in his face. All up in the face, in the face. All right. In the face. (laughs) All right. What we got here. All right. I think I'm done with this. I think I'm done with this, but it is what it is, man. It's part of the life. Terrence Ross, by the way, says the NBA groupie culture is a myth due to security. All right, so I did want to include this part of the story. He basically said the hotel lobby, Wilt Chamberlain thing is all done. There's too much security to prevent a lot of the bull stuff. Historically, one subset has included young women looking for relationships in which they can receive gifts, child support, virtually anything that allows them to provide for themselves. In the classic example, this groupie culture involves dozens of women simply hanging around team hotels and arenas in hopes of catching the player's eye. I believe that it's believed to be widespread enough that even such the leagues have rookie transition programs teaching players how to stay mindful of when people are trying to take advantage of their wealth. All right. But he says they're not going to hang around the lobby as much because there's a lot of security at the hotel. Uh, But as another one, I actually uh, was in a situation where a woman took me to an event and it happened to be a football team was in town during that event at the hotel. They were playing in Los Angeles. The traveling team came to a hotel in Los Angeles and it happened that the players were just walking in and out. They were going to their team meeting. They were going up to their hotel and at and the event was not that big in the hotel lobby. People were not. They were just hanging around. And this was just because the team was at this hotel by LAX. When I pulled up and the players were walking in and out, up and down, they were all over the place. And I was sitting there and in the lobby, people was just hanging out. Now, they weren't all women, but the bar was full. 
people hanging out down at the lobby. It was packed. You could just stand there. You could just stand there. It was standing room only. It was standing room only. And there were women, there were men, they're just trying to get autographs. It was no, what he was talking about, security, I saw none of that shit. You could walk right up to the player. And players was looking at me, they would walk by me, what's up? You know, they was giving me the what's up and hey, and you could you could just walk up and, and talk to them. <laughs> they were there. There was no security. So Terrence Ross trying to protect something. Anyway, let me check on Super Chats and get up out of here. All right. Check on Super Chats and get up out of here. So, uh, you know, I've seen way too much to know. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Let's see here. We got, uh, let me log in over here. Yeah, people networking and just hustling, trying to sell suits. It was, it was, it was wild. So, anyway. They're just trying to become sports agents. It was wild. All right, we got we got a lot of PayPal, so we're gonna get through those. Let me see here. Let's see here. All right, I got. Uh oh, I see. I got to respond to a message. But watch out out here, guys. And this whole mid conversation is very very elementary. Shout out to um hmm. Mm. Pro man says, when I was in the Air Force overseas, I used to tell young airmen, expect your wife will cheat. He says, all said, not my wife, all came and asked, how did I know? It's just that simple. All right, it's just that wild out here. Paul K says, educational indeed, W coach. I think we made our point. Thank you, top villain. I just found out that the woman who was who has a child with Dwayne Wade has two kids with Damon Wayans. Also, the same women that has kids with Emmett Smith also has kids with Martin Lawrence. What the hell is going on? Facts. There's a lot of those situations. There's a ton of those situations where these women get passed around the industry. So there's there's plenty of situations like that. All right. Uh, the other one is the woman that has children by Blake Griffin and Matt Liner. <laughs> right. And you're like, how in the hell they get two baby daddies? The woman that has three kids, one by Geno Smith, Josh Jacobs, and another player. <laughs> she got three kids by three NFL players. Now, come on, fam. All right. It is absolutely outrageous. All right. Jane, uh, that's all I say. No government name, but crazy thing is gladiators were slaves. Exactly. And there's a whole bunch of stuff to read in between the line on that. One, two, three, four. Shout out to McInnes. Jay, coach, please show that Halle Berry and Kobe video. Indeed. Eli Apple was the third guy. She got three babies. Eli Apple, Geno Smith, and Josh Jacobs. All born. It's wild as hell, fam. Shout out to Kalen says NBA players who are married, seeing what these groupies could do would have to make them think that cheating wouldn't be worth it. Three 304s are boundless to F up their career or bound to F up their career, their reputation, etc. Athletes have more dirty Dianas than musicians do. The thing about it is, statistically, it's low for them to get a woman pregnant. Listen, statistically, it's low for athletes. The amount of women they have is statistically low to catch a Me Too, 
a pregnancy and or or uh or or have something happen to them. Now, we think it's high because we tend to find out the cases where it happened. But those are the ones that it happened to. They probably had 500 women that year. Let's let's just take the numbers. Let's say they had conservatively a woman every day, 300 plus women. Only a small fraction of them turned to messed up cases. So they don't see the possibility of nothing going bad because almost every time they were the woman, nothing happens other than sex. Sometimes they'll, a woman will let the whole team run a train. There's plenty of stories like that. So statistically, it's low. Now, it seems high to us, but statistically, it's low. And then sometimes when it goes left, it just goes left on them. But for them, they see it as, oh, I haven't got caught yet. But most of them end in nothing. They get the nut, the woman goes on, or they pay the woman. Nothing happens. There's no claim. But then every now and then, they'll catch it. They'll catch one. Maryland guy says, hey, coach, eating Buffalo Wild Wings right now. These wings are five times better than Hooters. Changed my mind. I used to not think that, but you're true. It's true. I used to think Hooters wings were something, but not anymore. All right, JC says, um, they not checking for Terrence Ross because Terrence is checking for, uh-oh, I can't say that, but you're saying he might be reading Rainbow. Maryland guy, he says, hey, coach, did you hear 2023 Sexiest Man Alive? That was named as a 57-year-old man. I wish these young men would understand. All right, it ain't over for you when your 20s are over. It ain't even close. It's just getting started. He said, the whole team, that's gross. Dude, there's stories of women that at halftime, you know, during tra- that they will let the whole team run in. Kalen says, Damn, Kobe Accuser was a big old 304. All right. Yep. A lot of that was hidden from you. Uh, let's see here. Where's the one woman? Uh, let me see here. Woman ran train pro athletes. Now, this woman looks like she got, <laughs> she looked like she got ready to train. What's that one girl's name? Because I got to get out of here. I got, I got, a, I got a guest coming here very shortly and I got to hit the showers. What's that one girl's name that says she, uh, the Atlanta Hawks, she, she, she had a train ran on her in the locker room. What was the one girl's name? And people, ninjas going to say she lying. She not lying. <laughs> she not lying, guys. I know guys always say that. Man, she cap. Not cap. This stuff is happening. This stuff happens way more. Yeah, she said, what was the girl's name? She was a crazy little girl. Selena Powell. There it is right there. Powell, uh, Atlanta Hawks. This type of stuff is presented to you very easily. Let's see here. I might not be able to play it because it's on the uh, No Jumper podcast right here. Let's see if I can pull it up here. Okay. Oh, this girl, this girl did it too. She's claiming to do it. Let's see if I can find the clip. I get out of here. Oh. Yeah, I can't find it. I can't find it. Went against B.O.B. and B.O.B. We fucked. Fuck your NDA, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sign an NDA. All right. Yeah, dang, I can't find the clip. 
and it's not, I don't know if I need to play it anyway, just to prove it. And yeah, let me see. Yeah, I can't find it. All right. Anyway. This is uh, stuff that happens very, very, very relatively easy. Presented to them all the time. And there's some very, very sexually promiscuous Jezebels out here. They do that stuff. They do stuff like that all the time. All the time. Anyway. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> protect yourself right now. Protect yourself out here at all times. Yep. And she threw Trey songs under the bus. Was it the Phoenix Suns? It might have been the Phoenix Suns. I thought it was the Atlanta Hawks. Let me see here. Oh, there it is. Phoenix Suns. Let me see if that's the one. Mm. It's somewhere on the internet somewhere. Oh, here we go right here. Let me see. This Instagram model, her name is Eliza. Oh, Eliza. She's using the oldest playbook in the game. The oldest IG model playbook in the game. What they do is they post their pictures on IG. They look to uh, talk to an NBA player or a football player or a baseball player. Then they, then they put all their information on social media. We read it. So Eliza, that's what she's doing. She says she dealt with seven Phoenix Suns players. All right, that's cool. Whatever, that's your business. And now her for OnlyFans page is doing very well. She's making a whole lot of money. Who's that old ninja? <laughs> Who's that old ass ninja here? All right, here we go right here. That old ass ninja telling that old ass boomer story. All right. It's difficult for me to find it. All right. So uh, let me see. These athletes lately. like, Let's see here. This woman might say it. Oh, here we go. Here's in a row. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Here we go. The whole team. I don't know. I was getting fucked in a hotel room. They all pulled up and I sucked their dick. But then, like, downside. The whole team. Seven. Seven basketball players in a row? Mm-hmm. And seven dicks. Come on. I'd rather just use a flashlight. All right. So that was the one. That was Selena Powell. Uh, let's see here. That was Selena Powell's clip right there. Seven players pulled up. And she was already doing one. And she said, I'll take you all. I don't know, I was getting fucked in a hotel room. They all pulled up, and I sucked their But then, like, down The whole team. Seven. Yeah, you know, and a, a lot of ninjas going to be like, they lying. They lying, coach. Don't believe it. They ain't lying. <laughs> they ain't lying at all. And as you can tell, and I'm sure you'll say, she's mid, too. Yeah. Trying. But it's a part of their lifestyle out here. You gots to be and have due diligence here, man. Listen. All right. But that girl is whacked out. That girl is super duper whacked out. I think that's it for us because I got to hit the showers. Shout out to the coach gang and we out of here. Peace.